Hello, Internet Dwellers, and welcome to another exciting episode of Super Happy Fun Time. We've returned again after a, well, small three or four-ish month gap between episodes. However, it is a great episode. Colin and I discuss for almost two hours, obviously, if you see the length of this episode, about pretty much everything we could think of. Actually, we had to stop talking because we were running out of time, <laughs> trying to keep these two a condensed amount of time, but that doesn't always happen. So anyways, Colin and I basically talked about whatever we could come up with and think of that has happened in the last three to four months. And let me tell you, it was great. I mean, we start off with an amazing start. Just wait and see. Now, I will tell you this right now, folks, we do mention a lot of stuff like the season finale of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We talk about Captain America Winter Soldier. We talk about X-Men. We talk about a lot of stuff. So if you've not seen any of that stuff and you do not want to spoiled do not listen to the episode we tried really really hard for a long time and then just realized yeah 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 just might as well just tell a about because it. it got really hard to talk about it so anyways uh forewarning right now warning 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 spoiler 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 we spoil a lot of stuff not a lot just enough that it would ruin your uh, enjoying experience of the films and television show so that's my warning you've been warned so sit back and relax and listen to another amazing episode episode number 23 yay by the way colin and i might actually be working on a way to get these episodes out a little more quicker a little shorter easier to digest episodes so keep listening for that because that might happen soon anyways we'll talk about that later anyways enjoy the episode Bye bye People's brains. Mess with people's brains. Cause that's how we roll. He's been in one of those moods today. Is that our opening theme song now? I guess. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we went to yeah we went to lunch today. I was just like, does this shirt make me look buff? <laughs> <laughs> I usually ask that about my body. Yeah. Mm. Does it? <laughs> does my body make me look buff, or does no. it just make me look like some weak little twelve-year-old? They sigh. <laughs> they sigh. <laughs> Hi, Colin. Hi, Jeff. We are doing another it's been episode. A long time. Uh, February. February. <laughs> oh, good mother of God! And we're almost at the end of June. Holy here. mother! Yeah, yeah. we're getting up to like Phoebe. Yeah, we are. Where it's just oh, like, hey, God. Hey, whatever. <laughs> Every eight months, <laughs> maybe we'll post an episode. What we need to do is we need to post an episode that's only like five minutes long. Yeah. And put it in the midst of like a 12-month break. Yeah. <laughs> and just basically going, hey, everybody, here's a new episode. All right, well, hey, that was great. Bye. We're alive. <laughs> yeah, just, just letting you know. let you know. Because uh, we had somebody show up and ask whether we were okay. And yeah. I was like, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should do we that. We should no. probably just like, you know, <laughs> inform. <check> in. <laughs> just like, hi. Not dead. Not dead. Um, that's it. That's it. So <laughs> really, this really episode. busy. Really busy. <laughs> Have an extensively long opening and yeah. closing number two. Just yeah. Number because apparently just, we're gonna bust into. Oh well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> it, you know, I was thinking of doing that Weezer musical that I've always wanted to oh, do. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Weezer musical, huh? <laughs> just, yeah. You know, say it ain't so. Yeah. Oh. 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 Oh, this is starting out that so was well. Epic, was yes. It not? yes. 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 So loud. <laughs> yeah, we you peaked. You see the waveform on that? <laughs> Shh. You're being loud. Excellent here. Daddies are talking. That's the creepiest thing I've ever said. Especially because it was daddies. Daddies. Plural. Plural. 
feel like we're on an 80s sitcom. Okay, well, Colin, there's a lot we have to talk about. Like Daddies and Talking, the new <laughs> yes. sitcom on ABC C Family. <laughs> daddies and Talking. Yeah, guest starring Bob Saget every once in a while. It'd be great. Yeah. Oh, so would it be like a... Hopefully we get past the pilot. I'm really hoping. <laughs> I'm really hoping, because you know what? It's a great, solid concept. I we mean, have, like, a handful of people attached I mean, to it. it's, you know, I mean, it's a great script. We got uh, Jed Whedon writing the... Writing it, obviously. Obviously. So, so, so. basically what's going to end up happening is spoiler territory. Yeah. Halfway uh, through the first season, Stanley we're going to kill Kubrick one of the is, uh, directing... Kubrick? Yes, is directing... <laughs> Who's Stanley Kubrick? <laughs> See, what happened was when Stanley Kubrick died, yeah. he didn't die. He it changed his last name. Last name. Yep. I messed up on that one. It's fine. That it was, was a bad. premise that really wasn't going anywhere. That was bad. So, uh, yeah. Come off the high of the Weezer yeah. musical and go right yeah. into Dad's yeah. talking. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we haven't done a podcast in a while. How are oh. you, Jeff? I am tired, but I'm great otherwise. Oh, that's I'm good. busy and doing yeah. fun yeah. stuff. And yeah, I mean, like, the, the troll blog. Yeah, actually... Insert. <laughs> let's see here. <laughs> Insert plugs. Since the last time we did a podcast, I did 12 episodes of, of a weekly troll, YouTube of series. <laughs> Which is actually really, it's actually really good. I'm very like, I mean, like, I've seen it, and it's just, I'm sitting here watching a couple of the episodes like he's getting yes. stronger <laughs> he's getting stronger in the way of the YouTube videos he's yeah I mean they're they're funny they're, they're funny good and they're, they're getting good. better they're, yes. what's nice about them is that by about like episode 6 yeah. or so was when we like we kind of understood okay what the show is going to be about yeah yeah and yeah. then another six more episodes and the funny thing is as the episodes go along like it was a three per three person writing team that like ever like they like everybody else wrote the script and then i just performed it well as it went along that balance kind of shifted and it started being that i just started writing the episodes because i'm like i know what i need to do i know how to perform yeah. this so yeah, yeah. i just started writing the episodes and it was good like we started taking uh, you know like ideas from other like from everybody and it started becoming a right. really good show and we started like it started getting easier to do yeah we actually are on hiatus right now Ooh. temporary season ending well for it uh, uh because we want to figure out what the hell we're doing for another 12 episodes because it, it, it wasn't intended to go that long <laughs> yeah we, we expected it to be like well the production episodes. notes said <laughs> that maybe we should tweak some things maybe i don't know if we're coming back next season yeah we're probably not going to you know uh but what i'm, I'm hoping dan Harmon will join on I'm like we're, we're reaching out to him i mean he's a great catch yeah I mean, and he's not doing anything now no, so he's not really doing working on anything which is a great segue yeah. into one of the big things yes was that community did not get renewed for another season. no it did not but there was an update on that good um Dan Harmon's actually in talks with Hulu to actually Good. bring back another season. Good. They're in talks. It has they to are be in six talks. seasons in a movie. They're in talks. So, like, well, that's the other thing that I'm actually kind of excited about because it's going on to Hulu, which is basically, like, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Right. Within a, cer within a certain standard, which is great. I'm seeing a more of a trend with this now. It's just everything's going more... 
internet-based, media-based, mm-hmm. that type of thing. We're going away from TV. And I feel like without that constraint of like, oh, you have to have these set standards for these types of shows. Right. That's loosening up things. Now, you can basically tell whatever type of story you want. Which I am very excited that stuff's mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. I'm worried, though, that if more and more stuff goes to internet, there's going to be a spot where they're going to be like, all right, well, we now need to develop an internet standards, like they have like the television practice right. standards, where it's like, these are the rules for what a show can do on the internet. Like That's what yeah. I'm worried is going to yeah. eventually happen. Because stuff like House of Cards, which was only on Netflix, Orange is the New Black, which is only on Netflix, mm. like these, these online-based streaming companies that are developing yeah. shows or bringing shows that got canceled off the big, like, four, you know, and putting them on there. Like, I'm worried there's going to be a spot, a time when they're going to go, okay, well, now you can't do this, and it's going to be just, like, television all over again. Yeah. You know, like, I'm worried about that, but at the same time, for now, it's cool that at least these shows get But in my mind, it's the internet. So... (laughs) And the internet is still very fightingly strong. And this is the thing, like, the internet is basically the Wild West at this point. You can pretty much do whatever you want. And there's there's a lot of cowboys. With, yeah. There's a lot of cowboys. (laughs) A lot of cowboys. And there's a lot of webpages where there's some tumbleweeds. Yeah, just... I mean, really, it's... Just... There's ghost towns, which are, like, old abandoned websites. yeah. It's yeah. terrible. There's oh. monsters and zombies. And boobs. And boobs. And boobs. There's there's plenty that's, of that's... saloons that you can go into and find boobs <laughs> in the wild, wild west. Which is what WWW stands for! Oh my god! Oh my goodness, this is genius material! Uh, I'm so glad we're recording all this. I'm I'm recording. I'm blowing my mind right now. (laughs) I'm glad you are recording this. Oh, good lord. So we just need to take a break for like four months and we come back with with great material. All cylinders going. That's what WWW stands for, Wild Wild West. Or Will Smith wins. Or Will Smith wins. <laughs> Crap, does that mean that if that's actually what it stands for? No, it's actually not for... Will Smith wins because <laughs> his last name does not start with a double Q. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yes, right. It wouldn't be WWW. That'd be no. WSW. WSW, which is just a secured line of the, <laughs> the, of world, the Wild West. World secured web. <laughs> we are developing new aspects of the internet. Yes. That haven't been touched yet. Yeah. We need to invest in the WSW before yes. the web address. Yes. If we do that, man, we will become like gabajillionaires. Yes. Gabajillionaires. Gabajillionaires. That's how big of a number. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Maybe we could get the world out of debt. Oh, it'd be great <laughs> if we like earned enough money for like Earned enough worth. money to like, get the world out of debt? I would gladly donate like a third of my gabajillion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so What would big. you do with your gajillion dollars? <laughs> well, first off, I'd patent the name. Well, so I, I own the right to that because Dude, I'm probably the only course. person. So every time I get my gajillion yeah. dollars, I actually get an additional gajillion dollars. Yeah. Because um, I'm using that term. Um, I would buy the rights to Leonardo DiCaprio's name. Um, <laughs> I do you one up. I buy Leonardo DiCaprio. All right, all right. So then we have like this um, battle, like struggle, because you own his name and I own him. And it just goes into a giant court yep. battle for like twelve years. Twelve years, which yeah. we'll pay for. I mean, yeah. we have enough. Uh, money. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> He'll be the world's most. But by that time, battle. like the statue of limitations is like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you guys really need to stop. No, 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 no. We're we're fighting. This. We are doing this. We're and fighting. he's just sitting there, just playing with a dreidel or whatever. <laughs> My client. <laughs> who shall not be named because 
our other client. Our other client owns it's... the name, <laughs> wants his name back. We feel it's only right that since we own our client, that we want the name to go along with this oh, property too. Yes, that's that's how that's gonna work. <laughs> oh, that is so random and oh, weird. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> nothing at all. What we want yeah. to actually talk about. Yeah, it's like you know, world hunger or anything like that. Nope, I nope. want Leonardo DiCaprio's name, and I want Leonardo DiCaprio for some reason. <laughs> Not like just Kate Winslet or somebody. I'll just start. Buying I can just see him was just like, oh yeah, and here's my Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Help me, Leo. <laughs> Crap, I'm not supposed to use your name. Uh, Jack, get back in your cage, okay? <laughs> Can I have my Oscar now? No! Until... <laughs> I have it just conveniently just outside. Like, I bought you him one. This? You want this? Because I... You can't yeah, have it. Yeah, and it's yeah. just outside of his reach from yeah, the cage. And it's just him the entire time. It'd be like an art... Like an art exhibit. And it's just cameras set up all the time. <laughs> all the so time around just it. Films his performance. And they just film and they just post it every year at the Oscar. Yep. Meanwhile <laughs> Meanwhile uh, Let's see how Leonardo's doing. <laughs> yep. Still reaching. So, yeah. That close. sucks, dude. When you touch it, you can get out of the cage. <laughs> you may or may not get to keep that. No. Sorry. No. That's that's the downfall of this that's, whole sucks. terrible, yeah. weird, hostile environment thing we got going on here. Anyways, Colin, so let us move life, on to uh, other things. Yep, we got life. Do you want a pen check. to mark all yeah, those? Yeah, I got a pen. Oh, you got, got one? Okay. I got a pen. <laughs> Colin made so, a list just specifically so, so we can keep track of stuff. So we got life. We're going to go to a bajillion dollars. <laughs> um, I don't know what to talk about first. Um, I guess we could talk about the more recent news is the Star Wars updates. Yes, because um, we usually had our Star Wars stuff. We usually had the Star Wars upside. I'm, I'm crying inside every time <laughs> I see, like, at least one production photo yeah. that's been released from... Like, good in crying? A good yes. in, a, in a good way. Yes, yes. Because it's just like, oh my, there's just a moisture evaporator just yeah. in the middle of nowhere it's yep. just like oh my god it's actually happening Be- because it's real at because that point. it's real yeah and it's just it's not cgi or anything yeah. like that it's just it's there and it's tangible and it makes me happy like well, that, that in that video that he released abrams released mm-hmm. uh for it was advertising for like a well like it was advertising for unicef yes um, yes just to benefit unicef i thought it was a even smarter idea just here let's benefit kids while we're making this movie which is basically a movie brilliant. for kids yeah, yeah. brilliant yep. so and it's kids and adults alike grown up kids <laughs> um but no yeah. like uh like I I like I love that video it was simple enough that he was standing inside the you know it's obviously like, the market here we are in yeah. Dubai and 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 then here comes a which you know he did that on purpose. He did that on purpose. So that way you look at it going, oh shit, they're actually making physical Things. creatures yeah. that are not CG. No, they're that, going back to it. That and looks perfectly legit to me. Mm-hmm. That, like I'm sitting there going, you know what? That's, yes. what that's puppetry right yeah. there. That's going back to that. And uh, I was like, that's believable to me. Yeah. That makes me excited. Like that- consciously, I'm well aware it's a person in a suit. I know that. Like, I know that, but right. it's still awesome to but physically see But I'm that. still like, how do they make that operate? Yeah. How does that work? You like, know, how many people are actually needed to make that thing work? Instead of going, oh, look, computer graphic. Yeah. 
And then that's the end like, of your thought that's, process. That's a model. That's rendered. That's, you know, a skin texture. Which I'm well aware there's still going you know, to have to be. That's a like, particle effect. Like, yeah, I know. There's some going to be some element of Legitimate stuff. I'm, I'm but, fine with that. It, but, but it sounds like it's just that basic stuff. Like, oh, yeah, green screen, blue screen, yeah. purple screen. Like, what it, whatever. Hopefully there, there's no there purple screen. There is purple screen, <laughs> I know believe there it or is. not. I remember seeing it. <laughs> I, remember, I remember seeing yellow screen. Yeah. That he used, like, Lucas used that in episode three because there was some production photo where like outside the window was this bright ass yellow glowing oh, screen God. and I'm like how is that helpful it's Be- not because it's gonna look weird for skin tone the only well, thing I can yeah. think of it was if it was like the neo the neomoidians yeah, the, the racial guys, basically the racial. Oh, the racists. Yeah, the racist guys. <laughs> I mean um, Asians. Yeah, the Asians, basically. Uh, <laughs> That's what happens to the Asians, I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna apologize <laughs> right now. That <laughs> it's not your fault. It, it is Lucas's fault. He introduced those characters to the world. Well, but he like, also gave us Jar Jar Binks. Yes, which he did. Is just a tragedy all around. Yeah. But from the get go, yeah. And I was reading, I was actually reading today before you came over, mm-hmm. um, about like there was a guy. I'm trying not to read a lot about Star Wars, like, there's a part of me that kind of goes, you know what? I've like, I, I saw the, the quote unquote leaked photos from yeah. the set, which we should come back to. Ooh, um, but uh, like, I saw those, like, I, I've, I saw the video yeah. that he did, like, I know what's going on, I know like Harrison Ford, obviously, and you know, and Luke, uh, Mark Hamill, and all of them are in the film. Everyone is coming back, yeah. Yep, I'm well aware of that. I, I read that they said it's 30 years after the events of the first one, that's great, so Fine. that way everybody looks the right age. Yep, don't try to make me think this is five years after and no. Harrison, you know, Han Solo aged that much, or yeah. don't do like a CG Jeff Bridges on Tron Legacy where that's they still, de-aged him. That still creeped me out. It's it, like, couldn't you just like put makeup on him? At I least for they, some of the scenes. But I like, think they could have pulled the, off makeup. Yeah, like the digital stuff I'm okay with in in the world right. itself. But it's like that opening scene. When, when he's he in the was, real world? When he's in the real world and they do the CG stuff, it's just like, that's, that looks yeah. weird to me. Yeah. Don't do that. There's something off yeah. about it the entire time. I'm like, I applaud him for attempting to yeah. make him look like his like just, just, But it's just like, his chin is way too yeah. big. It's just awkward. And his mouth didn't work the way yeah. I think a normal mouth works for yeah. some reason. That's something is bugging It's like me. they're still they're still tweaking that stuff, but But like you know, I know all that stuff about the movie, but I'm purposely kind of just going if there's like if I see an article where they're like this may contain spoilers, like yeah. for a rumored plot, I don't even bother. Like I don't want to know. I want to go into episode seven, sit down and going, okay, here's gonna be two hours, I two yeah. and a half hours, I'm just going to right. be entertained. And I'm I'm basically everything I've heard so far as far as like rumors heard heard um <laughs> heard so far and rumors and stuff like i'm just discounting that right now yeah. um until i see a trailer yeah. or when oh, hell and even the production trailers. photos or anything like that knowing Abrams, like a, even the trailers an official trailer yeah just something to say like here's what we have yeah this is legit this, this is, is in the movie this you is see what's this. happening and i'm okay with that and Which, i'll be fine until the release date when it actually yeah. comes out and um yeah i mean i'm really getting excited i'm i am i cannot wait for what's what it's next christmas it's december of 2015 it's next christmas hopefully, hopefully. um Harrison Ford is out for well basically i'm ho- i'm hoping that based upon their their schedule I'm, for films, actually i think they'll be fine even if they have to like fake a limp or he has to wear a boot or something yeah. during filming um 
I'm fine with that. I mean, they they could come up with some way of like, oh, I broke my leg or something. Like, <laughs> that's fine. Like, if yeah. you make up an excuse, like a legitimate excuse why he's limping around, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. He's old. And to be honest, I probably won't even remember this. Right. <laughs> when it happens. Because I remember, like, uh, when they were doing Iron Man 3, like... Um, Tony. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. like injured his wrist or something. He almost like broke his wrist or okay. something during filming. He fell off of something. Yeah, he did something really weird to it. So he twisted he, it or broke it or I don't know what he did. But like the production was shut down for a couple weeks because of injury. Mm-hmm. But then there was like right back into it and then like I was watching the movie it's like oh yeah he hurt his wrist during production which is really a big deal when you consider that his main attack move is putting his like doing his whole like hand thrust with his wrist well it's like and then I also remember like seeing like during the film like he was wearing a hand brace like it was just like oh yeah you did do something bad but the thing is is like it fits the character yeah and they made it work so it was like they didn't, like, fudge it or anything like Cause, that. Because you know he's Iron Man, yeah. so he probably gets hurt. Like, yeah. I'm okay with if Harrison Ford has a limp for, yeah. you know, the movie. Yeah. Because, A, actually, it's Actually, now Solo. that I think about, like, Iron Man 3, I think they actually played into it. Because didn't he have, like, the, the, the wrist thing? Like, he had he a had smaller something. device. Like, the propulsor thing like in the brace itself so that way they made it so they like made it like a film. legit thing so it was like that's kind of like riding yourself out they'll, of a hole they'll do something yeah i mean well and we don't even know the extent of harrison ford's involvement he in the broke movie his leg and well it was also kind of ironic how it happened too. yes yes it you know what <laughs> but here's the thing if you're harrison ford and i know he's i think he said that i know i think he said uh, indiana jones is his favorite character but i think yeah. he's i think he's like obviously and he's the, made like, his peace with han solo yeah, well here's the thing he's in contract <laughs> because he's in contract with disney it's like all right i'll do hair i'll do han solo for you guys mm-hmm. if you guys make more indiana jones films <laughs> and that was just they're like fine we'll <laughs> do it <laughs> so it's like great so he's like he'll do you know he'll do his piece with star wars yeah. as long as he gets to make more indiana jones films which as long as lucas isn't involved in the writing of the indiana jones films, yes. i'm behind that plot. yes <laughs> i'm okay with yeah. that he needs to just stop writing movies like i am that's why yeah. i'm still well, excited about star well, wars here's the thing i'm just like i've been reading a lot about like how they're making the original star wars yeah and like the first chapter i started reading it was just like george was like I'm terrible at writing scripts and writing anything. Like, I'm just bad. I can't do it. And... <laughs> and Why did you keep making movies? Well, here's the thing. He was an assistant to Francis Ford Coppola, yeah. which, you know, everyone knows Godfather and everything and you stuff know, like that. knew how to make movies. <laughs> who knew how to make movies. And he was just kind of... He was an assistant to him in a lot of his productions, so he was just... He kind of prodded George. Right. Like... You know, it's like, I don't want to write this. It's just like, no, keep keep writing this. And it's just like, and he throws in this, and he wrote a script, and he threw it at him. And it's just like, see, it's terrible. Yeah. Can't write a script. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, no, but you know, like, keep working at it. And that's, you know, that's fine. But he's also one of those guys that doesn't take outside help no. or criticism 
Well, I guess he, he just doesn't take anything into account when he starts working on his own films. So when he has a vision or idea, he's stuck with that vision or idea. He doesn't listen to anybody else. He doesn't take any cooperation or right. any sort of advice. It's my anything. story. This is what I'm doing. Yes. But you shouldn't do that. No, I don't care. I'm doing it this way. Yeah. This is me. And yeah. it's great that he's that passionate about his work. That's but there's true. a level where you have to go, yeah. okay, I need to... I need help with I this. I mean, that, that was the other thing, too. I mean, he fought with the studios for years on stuff, just getting things set up mm-hmm. and budgets and rights and film. It's just, it's mass hysteria. Which makes him. sense for the original trilogy mm-hmm. where, where well, you know, when he obviously for, like, he did everything on, on New Hope, but then for Empire, he stepped back and just came up with a story. Right. And that was it. So, I mean, that, that logic that he didn't, he believes he can't write a script was obvious with Empire when he went, no, here's the plot. Yeah. You guys take it. And yeah. then for Jedi, when the only reason I think he said he stepped in for Jedi was because the lady who was writing the screenplay uh, she died like early yes, in the production, yes. so he completed the script. Well, yeah, she worked. Uh, she worked on Empire Strike Back. Right, she was she was the big the big writer on um, um, Empire Strikes Back. But uh, Lawrence Kasdan, which, yeah. <laughs> which ties back actually, um, he <laughs> uh, he got back into uh, Episode Seven, which actually that makes me happy. That it's makes me like so good. flippin' it's like happy. Good, we have somebody who actually like kind of knows how to actually build characters <laughs> yes. up and actually give them depth. Yes, you know, not just go look stereotypes and explosions. <laughs> Done. Credits. Yes. <laughs> no, that's not how this works. No. <laughs> I hate sound. <laughs> <laughs> that line, I remember at the time of watching the movie, I went, that was a weird thing to yeah, say. I don't like sand. Like, it's coarse and like, dirty and gets everywhere. I'm like, you live on a planet yes, full of sand. Like, there's a point where, like, okay, I understand what he was trying to convey. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I just, I don't like that world. Uh, but there's okay. so many Hayden, different ways well, he could like, have said it. Yeah, it was just like, okay, Hayden Christensen is not that bad of an actor. But right. it's just like, in those movies, he's just... Terrible. Which, as I know, we have discussed before. We have discussed this before. It's Star Wars light. Yes. It's it's ah uh, ah. Uh. Which is why I'm so happy. Like when I see like Abrams doing like okay, we're doing practical sets. Maybe a little CG just to make them be a little bit bigger because we can't afford to build the entire sure. freaking set. Sure. Got it. That's fine. perfect. Set extensions are okay in my book mm-hmm. for CG work. Hey, look, we're building actual creatures. Maybe it might be some minor CG tweaking just to make them look Absolutely. a little bit, or maybe to get rid of cables if there's cable drain. Yeah, yeah. Great. Got it. You know. Hey, look, we're building the Millennium freaking Falcon. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Is that public knowledge at well, this point? I, I guess I. I Be- between you can the say, articles. Well, of- I always love. I love that whole thing because everyone, you know, the pictures leaked and they came out. It was just like, and it was just like, oh, this kind of looks like an X-wing. Yeah. Kind of looks like the Millennium Falcon, and like, of course, JJ's rebuttal is just like, we are absolutely. Not making the do not base any assumptions that we're putting the Millennium Falcon in this film. <laughs> Wink. As it's, and, sitting, as it's sitting on the on the Millennium Falcon's like hollow chest yeah. board, like okay, obviously. Like, Which is what that brought me to the, the the concept that like when I saw those photos, I'm like, it's funny that as how locked down that production is, that yeah. somebody was able to get out with forty yeah. behind the scenes photos that it's were like, decent quality, me? like. 
I yeah, There's and I get that feeling like he's starting just to like feed because he people. knows that fanboys are gonna like, like he knows they're gonna be gonna trying to leak some of that photos, but like yeah, if it's I like, leak them, no, but if I leak them, it's just like oh no, oh look at that stuff, they're out. <laughs> oh, what darn. are we gonna do? You guys know that we're filming on what's oh, obviously no. Tatooine. <laughs> what are we gonna do? They're out now. People know we're making the movie. Oh well, sorry everybody. Darn. Oh, oh, publicity's gonna be bad. <laughs> no one's uh, gonna see this now. No one's gonna this. ever see these movies. Oh, uh, but you Man. know what? I I applaud Abrams. You know, if he in fact did. Yeah. Was had some hand in going. No, you know what? We should leak some of these photos. We should leak some stuff. Like don't yeah. don't make it look like we're leaking. You know, we're we're doing it on purpose. But just make it look like somebody got yeah, a camera yeah. and take it and put it out there because they're like he's you know if he's doing that and he's like I know everyone's gonna take it and run with it. He's like great, do it. Yeah. I applaud the man for being that ball not ballsy that just willing to go. Yeah, I'm making a Star Wars movie. <laughs> I'm making it the way that I want the freaking yeah. Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty much what. Like three quarters of the world wants a Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, so yeah, it's like good job, good job. I mean, I applauded that. I'm, and when I, especially when he released that picture of it on the the holodeck, and I went, oh okay, okay, beautiful. Yeah. He has my confidence yeah. now that like he's doing something right. Abrams has reached the point with me, like like the whole like Christopher Nolan and Bam and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like I'm like okay, do what you need, do yeah. what you want to do. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I won't complain. I'm not worried. I don't complain anymore, Lindsay, about the third Batman film. <laughs> <laughs> Dead <Yeah>. silence. <laughs> That's a sensitive subject. <laughs> I don't complain anymore. No. It's an okay movie. No. I'm still mad at you. I know you for are. The night of when uh, we actually saw the movie. I know. I know. Well, which I, was I, like, I was actually thinking about it the other day. I was just like, <sighs> you know, if they would have moved a couple things around, I think it would have been a better film. I, I in my some stuff, it would have been. I, I hyped See, it up in my head far too much. With it, and I've made my acknowledgement that there's a lot of stuff wrong. Yeah, right. But I still but it's like if the they made still it, made an amazing trilogy of Batman. He still films. made a good film. I he still like the films. The I just wanted to fix it. The Dark Knight is my least favorite. But see, that feels more like a Batman film. Which one, me. The Dark Knight? The Dark Knight feels see, more like a Batman film. That was my theory on it too. Yeah, like that's I. That's why I like The Dark Knight is because Batman Begins to me feels it's an introduction into the character. It's the origin story, and you yeah. get a little taste of Batman at the end. But then The Dark Knight, he is Batman from beginning till end, and, yeah. and that's why I think I liked it because I grew up with like, like the original Batman, Tim Burton Batman movies, and all that stuff. Where it yeah, was, that he was always there just wasn't Batman. really an origin story. It was just here. Here's Batman. Right. Here's Batman again. Yeah. That's basic what it. I like Batman Begins is because it was the first Batman movie that I saw in which I learned about Batman. Mm-hmm. Because the only Batman That's movie true. I had seen up until then because I was in I was freshman in college I think was Batman Forever. Well, I mean, I've seen Batman. You know, like when I was growing up, I watched Batman right. and Batman Returns. Right. Like more importantly, I think I've seen Batman Returns more, more than I saw Batman. Batman because I think I was a little bit too young to actually see the original Batman like the, when it when it when it came out. The Tim out. Burton one, yeah, the Tim Burton. Well, because they were freaking dark as hell. Those yeah. first, those, the yeah. Tim Burton Batman's are dark. The Tim Batman Returns is slightly more lighthearted, but it's also more creepy Tim Burton. Yeah. Because it was just like, oh yeah, look, you knew what you were doing with Batman, so do whatever the hell you want with this one. So it's like all weird. Yeah, ass, it's like, very weird. German expressionism stuff, yeah. <laughs> and it gets just, it's classic yeah. Tim Burton. It's a Tim Burton that Tim Burton needs to get back to. Yeah. Because I'm, we were just we were discussing this. Thursday. Yes. Yeah. That I he don't... needs to stop being kid-friendly uh, kid I mean, money Tim Burton. 
he needs to be. Well, I mean, expressionistic. Well, Frank and Weenie. I mean, Frank and Weenie. Frank and Weenie was the movie where Frank and Weenie was kind of like getting back to his roots a little bit. That felt right. That felt like the closest to a the Tim Burton movies that I remember growing up. Yeah, that felt the closest to a Tim Burton movie than anything he's really done in the last 15 years. I'm not discounting Big Big Fish. Big Fish was a great film. I love Big Fish. But I don't feel like that's a Tim Burton movie. It doesn't feel like... I will agree with you on that. It doesn't feel like a Tim Burton movie, but I still love that film. I still... It was a great film when I saw... I gotta watch that one again. I haven't watched that in years. Um, No, real quick. So one more thing about the Star Wars, and we probably could wrap that up. Yeah, sure, Um, sure. (laughs) Well, um, I mean... Or depending uh, on what... Well, I was just gonna mention, like, um, it's... (laughs) Uh, this might actually lean into my next point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there. Um, I don't know if you've actually heard the announcement, but um, who is it? Ryan Johnson, who did, who was director, who was the director of Looper, okay, was just announced. Is he right? Wrote and direct. Um, he's been announced to be the next director. F- for and possible writer for episodes eight and nine, which would be cool. Which is awesome. See, that's cool that they're getting people who know how to handle yes. visual effects yes. and still tell compelling well, stories. Here's the other thing characters. that I noticed too, because like a lot of the directors that are starting to get now yep. have handled with low budget films and know how to create a good film without a lot of CGI work or and focus more on story on the and characters, cinematography, right? and development. And you don't have to have a giant budget to make these films. And I get the the sense that like Disney's trying to go towards that. It's like we can make good Star Wars films on a pretty low budget, right? Because it doesn't have to be this giant like you know like. Three hundred million dollar, but yeah. also I kind of feel like Disney may or may not have learned their lesson from the Lone Ranger. Yes, about you do not need to spend that much money because by you know by spending that much money on a film does not mean it's going to be a guaranteed hit, even with your star power yes. in it. Because truthfully, with Johnny Depp, it should have made you know it a should lot have made of all money. Of its money back. Yes, but it didn't. No, because <clears throat> well, first of all, I feel like the Lone Ranger. Is, I don't mean to compare Star Wars to the Lone Ranger. No, I'm but just it's, saying it's Lone there. Ranger is kind of an iffy thing because like it's not well into the media's mind right people don't really know much about the lone ranger i mean it's like it was a radio jo- insensitive now it's an older it was a radio drama it was a radio I mean, drama which is from that era of what star wars yeah. is technically based on yeah. or is supposed to be structured but i mean it was as, a but... long it's a long period it's not in the public's conscious mind right so when you make something like that it's it's kind of hard to bring it just a modernized version of that tale, right. I guess. It just doesn't fit. Plus, it's also a Western, and I really don't feel like nowadays Westerns well, are still can... not you, not that type of it's Western. It's not, yeah. I feel, I, I'm worried about it. It's like you it. can do, do, Django did well. But it was, it was the focus, was the it was the does. focus on the story. I still like Cowboys. I, I thought it was hilarious. Uh... <laughs> It was a very funny movie. It was, it was, like, very, it was not it was what very I good. expected at all. It was all. very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was. Oh, what was my point? Um, I mean, like you can make like a dark, gritty western, mm-hmm. or or some kind of. It all comes from story. If you can bring up a compelling enough story, right? It doesn't matter what you can put it in. It it will still work. Still- I was watching a show couple weeks back 
Now, like, the, the story itself was set kind of in the, like, um, you know, towards towards the future. Okay. And, um, I mean, there was a lot of spaceships and stuff like that, but, like, really, when you strip all of that away, right. the story still works. Like, the... And this was... This um, show came out in, like, 1998. Okay. So, and I watched that episode today. I watched that episode now, and it... All the things still work. Like, there's the concept of recessions and, you know, um, this concept of loss and trying to make ends meet. And they chose topics and uh, and parts things elements that, are, that actually are, still, relatable yeah, are still relatable, yeah, are still relatable, and, are, and like, still have somewhat of a conscious thing, right, in our society. They and were I was set just, to a particular I just time. Sat there, frame. I was just like, this is brilliant. Yeah, I mean, that's perfect. Doesn't matter what type of setting that you could put it in, as long as you make it relevant to people, mm-hmm. that some kind of connection that you you can understand this, you got a good story, right. And that's so. that's that's definitely like I mean you got to look at the, you, you you have to know that the Lone Ranger was gonna fail from the get go because they started filming that thing without a script. Yeah, like the script was nowhere near finished, and you can't start production. You can start production, like you can start planning on doing mm-hmm. stuff, but they were filming without an ending. And <clears throat> now I'm not no I'm no expert at writing scripts by all means, but I've studied enough of them and read enough of them, and seen enough movies to know that while writing scripts, you can get to a point. Where you go, crap, this doesn't work like this. Yeah. So we need to go a different direction for the ending, but we have to now build up this alternate direction that we did not think about that's, throughout the course of the film. That's not okay. Yeah. yeah. So now they've filmed this chunk of the beginning of the film where, well, now there's missing elements. We need to put those elements back in the movie. Yeah. You know, this ending to make sense. And a lot of times they go, well, forget it. No one's going to care. And they film the new ending. And now you get these endings that come out of nowhere. And it's like, well, why the hell did they do that? Yeah, that, it made more doesn't, sense to- that doesn't continue with whatever you right. got over there. They were building up to go this direction and they went this way instead. Yeah. Like, And you start falling apart and that's half the reason why yeah. some of these films just are terrible movies is because they don't spend enough time with the story. Spend enough time in the story yep. and then everything else will fall into place. <clears throat> if Abrams wanted to take... I would not have been happy about it. I would have just been bummed out as a fanboy. But if he wanted to take three years to write episode seven... To make sure it was a great, solid and film. And that's the thing. That's, like, was like take all the time you yes. need. And, like, they started doing rewrites and stuff. Like, seriously, take all the time you need. Right. Because it's, like, as long as you get that story down, yeah. nothing else matters. I wouldn't care about... I mean, I do, because there's a chunk of me that... Like, the reason why I'm not a... As I, like, I like Empire and Jedi more than A New Hope is because A New Hope tends to be kept to one location. I still appreciate A New Hope for mm-hmm. what it is, but I do like like Empire and Jedi being that there's stories happening all over the galaxies, and this is all going on. It's not just one story. Yeah. But even if Episode Seven focused on, like, one location for the entire film, I would still enjoy it as long as the story was there enough to keep me in, interested right. in the film. Right. So... Yeah, I don't. As long as the story is good, I could care less about the visual effects. I right. want a good story that keeps me entertained and yeah. keeps me locked onto it. Get me a good story. Everything else will fall into place. Uh, the other point is, um, we're getting a new. Basically, we're starting to do the Marvel thing and get a new Star Wars movie every year after Episode Seven's been released, which makes me very. It's very, very exciting. <laughs> I mean, Gareth Edwards was the first one. 
that was tacked on to the new spinoff. Right. Who, if you don't know, who did Godzilla, which is a great film. I still, you I, should really go check it out. I hadn't got a chance to yeah. see it. I wanted yeah, to see it, but... Yeah, like, single show. Yeah, yeah. I'll just wait for it to come out, and, yeah. you know, and I'll watch it then. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks, just, trust, trust me, like you will fun. not be disappointed. I right. mean, it's it's a great film. They did everything that I wanted them to do for a Godzilla film. So I'll like, say, I didn't hear any like terrible backlash about it. So I'm like, no. It had to well, have been a good I heard film. a little bit of like everyone is like, eh, it's okay. I'm like, where are you living on planet Earth? I mean, this is a <laughs> great movie. Did you movie. see the '98 version? Uh, I yeah. I didn't even see the new one. I would I will take that over. That. Anything. Yeah, I'll guarantee you the new one is light years beyond what oh, that 98 yes. crap version Fantastic. was. Fantastic. That's awesome. That's yeah. that's very, very cool that it's that good because I, I wanted to see it. So he's he's tied to... He's tied to the, the, first, the first spin-off spin -off that was announced and Josh Trank, who did Chronicle... Which is another good movie. Which is another good movie that you actually And watch. it's... And again, it's really cool because you look at who they have for all these people. Yes. You have Abrams, who is well-established at creating long-form story-driven, a character and story-driven shows, mm -hmm. and the movies he's done, yeah. like, are all are all up there in quality. Yeah, the shows. Uh, <laughs> I'm not listening to her as an um, opinion. Uh, no, Dalton. That was a joke. Dalton. <laughs> No, it sounded like you were serious. No, when I went, eh, no one was looking at me. That's why I didn't know I wasn't. Um, he created Felicity. Shut your mouth. He created Revolution. Shut your mouth. Um, he created Lost. <laughs> Fuck you all. Um, he co-created Revolution with Eric Kripke. He still... He Supernatural. He, he still had Revolution. a hand in it. And he made it. Supernatural's been on for 10 years. Yeah, well... I'm not saying Abrams is, like... Like, he can't fail. By all means, he can he's fail. just like Joss Whedon, where, like, I love Buffy, Absolutely. I love Angel, but then you have a show like Dollhouse, which <laughs> Dollhouse. I tried watching, it's... and I'm like, I, I, this, I don't. It's, the interest is, I can't get into it. But then you have, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where he goes, look, here's the show, I'm giving it to these people, who yeah. may or may not be my family, but they're in control of it. <laughs> yeah. And it turned out to be an amazing show. Like you, It is actually a great show. I thoroughly enjoyed well, it. And then I love he it. He does stuff like, you know, much do about nothing. Yeah. Where it's yeah, just like, amazing. Mm, I want to do a remake of, or a modern day telling of, you know, a Shakespeare play. Yeah. I got like three weeks. You guys got some three weeks. You got to, you know, got some free time. We're filming at my house. Yeah. Don't worry. About it. It's totally that. Totally is like, uh, like a like a yeah. high school project. Yeah, it is. Where it's like, eh, why are my friends all? I got time. Over? Yeah, I got a couple weeks. To I got kill a couple here. weeks to kill. Yeah. Look, we have this script. We don't have to write it because it's well, it's written. Yeah. By Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, uh, let me just call up my friends and see if they're free. Everybody come over. We'll have some pizza. We'll have a couple drinks, and we'll just shoot. And it's, it looks hmm. like that, too, yep. sometimes. But then yep. sometimes... And uh, remember your lines, yes, or I'll please. fucking kill you. Yes. <laughs> I will write you out of everything. I you will no you. longer be invited to our camp ever again. The Joss Whedon camp. The Joss Whedon camp. <laughs> Sponsored by Fox. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> curse you, Fox. But, but they close it down, like, a week after. Yes. <laughs> You're like, this is a great idea. Well, we gave up on that idea. Uh, we it's too know. expensive. Yes, it's too expensive. Expensive and pool, no one appears to the like pool this. pool was too expensive, so uh, we had to get rid of <laughs> it. Get rid of it. And a water slide. <laughs> <laughs> well, too bad. Uh, too bad. It's too expensive. Now we know that there's this giant line of people waiting to get in mm -hmm. to to play in your your camp, but we're just gonna tell them 
screw you guys, and we're going to shut it down anyways. Because yeah. really, what do they know? I mean, they don't, they obviously, they we know what's going on with you. We know. We know our business. To work our money. Yes. Yeah. You're obviously. You're just a threat. Not hang on and gripe about it 10 nope. years after No, that'll never, ever, ever happen. I mean, yeah. who's going to hold a grudge that long? No. That was an allegory for <laughs> Firefly. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Made it time back. Um, Anywho, so moving on. And so moving on. Yeah, I mean, like that's exciting. That's... I'm very happy. I'm happy that the people that they're getting for the Star Wars films are all, I guess we said before, all yeah. people who know visual effects and know story-driven base material. That's really cool. Huzzah, we're moving like forward with this stuff. It's actually really exciting. Yeah. Much like what they're doing with... The Marvel Universe, yes. which is getting almost ridiculous because we're getting, like, a new Marvel movie, like, every six months. Yeah. Of... But I'm okay with that. Just insane. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> and it's, but like, and, like, it's it's cool, though, that, that they're releasing them in a way that, obviously, you watch them and you know, okay, this is all building towards a bigger picture. Yeah. Like, you know that. Like, yeah. And I love, I love and the connections. That I'm they starting still to make. see like audiences are now getting excited that yeah. like things are starting to build to a bigger conclusion. Yes, I guess. Fevered pitch. Yes. Fevered pitch. Big words. Fevered pitch. Fevered pitch. Uh, I'm okay with baseball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I agree. But yeah, like, I, I mean, like Guardians. Uh, I, I know nothing. I, I, know had, I know nothing about, about it, Guardians, and yet I'm kind of excited to see it. I was talking about that with Dan last night. Yeah. Or we were talking we were about that. Like, we were all well, talking about well, that. And just like, yeah. when Well, when, first of all, James Gunn is directing. Yeah. So I always like James Gunn. But, but it's like, like I heard about it. Yeah. I'm like, wait, they're doing like, what? What is Guardians what of the Galaxy? What the hell is Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, I knew who Hulk was. I knew yeah. who Iron Man yeah, was. Yeah, when that came out at Comic-Con how many years ago. Yeah. Like, what, that's like, what, what the hell is, is that? This? And I looked it up. I'm like, oh, it's like a it's group like a of people. Team up so it's movie? a Avengers yeah. ripoff. Like that was my thought. It was like, it's... well, I didn't think of Avengers ripoff. Well, like, like thinking of like different people all coming together to fight as a group. I thought X Men, but you know. Okay. See, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even go the X Men route. That I makes went. More sense. I went the X Men route. It's that does make like, more sense. Yeah. Okay. Team up. I guess. But like, I'm like, all right. Well, it's gonna be a. Okay, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, like, the only character not... that I actually knew was, like, Rocket Raccoon. It was just, like, oh, he's from that. Okay. Which I know that stirred a whole lot of, like, a whole lot of problems when they announced yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Because it's like, well, normally, like, all the Marvel movies, yes, granted, we've had Norse gods from, like, basically aliens from other planets show up. But, yeah. like, people were complaining, like, well, it's a talking and walking raccoon. Like, that doesn't fit in the Marvel world, like these movies yeah. that were developed. And there's a giant talking and walking tree. So we have Ents and we have Ewoks that are all in this, you know. Like, yeah. Like, that's like, it started like, and that, that even kind of got to me. I'm like, well, yeah, that doesn't really feel right. Like, I'll accept the aliens. I'll accept the Norse gods. Yeah. Now you're getting into like walking and talking inanimate yeah. objects. Yeah. Anthropomorphic. And anthropomorphic. Uh, animals yeah and and it's just and plants and it's just like um that's weird but then as i'm pretty positive 90 percent of the population 90 percent is my word of the day okay i keep using that fair uh, enough statistic yeah that's my percentage Uh, 90 percent of the time i use that as my percentage also Um, the 90 percent that we've both completed an infamous one exactly see look at that 
I use that? It's a callback to a website. <laughs> that you oh, should awesome. probably check out. Yes, Ghost Hat know, Network, maybe. You know, just hit up ghosthat.net and then click on the one on the left. You should probably just listen to you know, us. Our yeah. having the dot .net makes more sense now because then it's technically dot .net. Ghost Hat Network. Yeah, it actually makes more sense now. Yeah. Look at that. It only took like three years for us to wrap that around. It really? makes sense. <laughs> I don't even want that dot .com guy in Florida who owns it still. No, I um, yeah, some guy in Florida doing? owns the dot com and and waits every year for it to come up to expiration and then renews it immediately. He's owned it for like the last fifteen years. What Nothing's a, on the dot com. There's nothing on ghostat.com but a parked page. What a dick. Yeah. Which means he owned it beforehand and now yeah. that he saw that dot net actually works and has got stuff on it and there's yeah. traffic going to it, now is holding on to it, waiting for me to like cave. I'm not gonna cave. Yeah. I don't want the dot com. Yeah. Like, seriously. I mean, if it goes up for sale, I'll definitely purchase it. But, I mean, I don't want the dot-com. Yeah. But, no, so, like, I'm pretty positive that once that trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy hit, even the freaking teaser trailer, like, just the simple little quick... The fact that they used that song. Yes, and you know what? That made you realize... That's one of those cases where, like, the piece of music that they used was the correct piece of music because when they played it over the actual card, like, the actual title, like, it wasn't yeah. some big, heroic, dramatic, like, action, like, yeah. orchestra hit, but it was nope. hooked on the feeling, hooked, hooked on, on the, the feeling, feeling. Which is a song from the 70s, which was made popular in that dancing baby thing from Allie McBeal. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's like, that's the song they picked for the, the Guardians of the Galaxy. And, like, I love that all the titles, like, have... Yeah. dust coming off of them like yeah. they're not used <laughs> like yeah. I'm like okay so I see what they're trying to go well, yeah, for yeah like, I like also that they're they're kind of they're kind of poking fun at themselves yes, too it's because it's like going... no one no one knows what this is nobody really cares but it's just like yeah they call it's... themselves the guardians of the galaxy what a bunch of <laughs> it's very much it's very yeah. self-referential yeah I, it's a good way of looking at it it's, yeah. the movie itself is aware nobody in the movie nobody knows who the guardians of the galaxy yeah. are the movie's aware nobody in real life really knows who the guardians of the galaxy are like unless you're a diehard comic book fan yeah or like a marvel fan but it's like so it's kind of it's it's playing both those in its favor by going, yeah, well, these guys, they do this stuff, they do really cool stuff, they're all assassins, and they're all, like, fugitives, but they have fun, too, and there's jokes, and I I don't care. I will will be there, and I'm excited for it. When's that come out? August. August. Ah, I'm gonna go see that movie. Yeah. I want to see that movie so much. So there's that. So basically, Marvel, awesome. Star Wars, awesome. Awesome. We haven't hit anything that's bad yet. No. Um, <laughs> and here yeah. comes the bad stuff. Well, I mean, so like, even even Captain America. Like, everybody's talking about Winter Soldier. Which, Winter Soldier was a great film. It was fantastic. I did not care for the original Captain America. No, I did not. Like, I need to re... I want to rewatch it. Because, yeah, I was talking with this with Dan. I was just like, I didn't like the first one. I, it felt like a montage to me. Yeah. It's also because we watched Thor right before it. And I, I wonder... But... Yeah, I wonder if, like... still... And, I mean, I know there was different writers for the first one than the second one. There was different people behind the second one than the first one. Obviously, by the time the second one was put in production, we already had the Avengers. We had all these other movies mm-hmm. that were... So, like, I've noticed that Captain America 2 kind of went comedically, like, tone-wise, went closer to the Avengers. Yeah. Like it was a it wasn't it was a little lighthearted in spots, but when things got serious, it was still flat out serious and yeah. like good action. Yeah. 
Whereas, like, I felt I agree with I agree with the original Captain America. Granted, again, it's an origin story, yeah. and they spent so much of the movie dealing with the fact that he was this weakling little guy. He yeah. got into the you know he got into the super soldier program, and oh now I'm fighting, and now I'm great. And, oh here's a um, bad guy, and then oh okay. Uh, I'm so tired. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's just, and like I can't even say like my original thought was like oh maybe it's because it feels like it's an old like an old 1940s film. Yeah. I can't even use that as an excuse because. No, it really it doesn't. It doesn't feel like a 1940s film. No, either. it's a period film. Like yeah. it takes place in the 40s during World War II, but it's yeah, not... you wouldn't even call it like a period piece. No, like it's, I don't. And like it's like you you it's there strictly because they need to introduce who Captain America is. Yeah. So you watch the movie for that, but if there's if when it comes down to it between the two of them, you watch Captain America Winter yeah. Soldier because that movie was just brilliant. Yes. I that was awesome. I the like I love. There's like spoiler material we could talk about, and I'm yeah. debating about how far we go into talking about the movie because like, yeah. we could technically spoil every shield and yeah. everything that's you see well. Yeah. I thought you did see Captain. No, America. I saw it in theaters. I saw it by myself. Oh, okay. I went one one like yeah, one sure afternoon. I went and saw it. But I thought when we went to see X Men, you didn't know it's the end scene. I was talking. Oh, no, 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 no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't saw it because that's why I came back home and started catching up on Agents of Shield. Oh, that's right. Because I'm. I watched yes. Captain America. Sorry, Colin, my bad. It's okay. Because <laughs> now I can talk about Agents. Oh of Shield no, we you. can talk about Agents of Shield <laughs> because I when I went saw no. Captain America. And you might have to leave. Headphones? You might have to leave. <laughs> I have my headphones. Well, I have headphones okay. in there. Because I saw Captain America and came home and went, oh my god, I gotta watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because I had heard... Well, here's the I, thing. I'm not gonna like, say anything yet. I, just... watched, I watched the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode before we went to go see Captain okay. America. So okay. it was... We missed opening weekend for... Yeah. Okay. For... It was also kind of like a dumb move to release it the week of. Yeah, they like, should have waited like another yeah, week. But I understand why. Because I mean, they like did the it. Thor episode that they did um, was that after was, Thor. Yeah, that was a couple weeks after Thor right. came out. So it's like, and that also didn't really spoil anything for that nah. movie. But like <laughs> what they did for Captain America, it was a huge thing. Yeah. So it's like, if giant. you didn't see Captain America, everything in Shield is basically spoiled for yeah. you. Yeah. Like yeah. that's and which is tough because like I like I like trying to figure out like what so what order do you watch like the Marvel films yeah. and I realize well now you you don't have to watch Agents of Shield mm. but I kind of feel like because they were talking about that the should. that the that yeah. they're gonna maybe make a cameo in the Avengers two or something like that because they are I mean that connected. would kind of make sense I almost get this feeling like is Coulson actually gonna like come back is he actually gonna make a, like an appearance in the event if he was if he in, would in the, the second Avengers because like that's the thing that's that's my kind of thing like I'm wondering like is that gonna actually happen. Like, it's... I don't know, because that would be very... By the, by the way, Lindsay's listening to music, so she can't listen to us yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, no, like, it's... yeah, like, yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s essentially, like, broken up at this point, so... And, which, like, in the theater... Like, okay, so I read online mm-hmm. that they're talking about how, like, the events of Captain America heavily affect the storyline for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. in the second... In the in the, the final third of the series. Yeah. And when I heard that, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So when I went in to watch Captain America, I'm like, so what the hell's gonna happen in this movie that's yeah. gonna spoil or is gonna do something for the show? Yeah. And then when it's 
Yeah. When it when it happens, yes, we'll keep it. I guess spoiler. I guess we'll, I, mean, I guess we'll. It's out of keep theaters it, at this point. Yeah, it's but, out of theaters, and if you watched Agents of Shield, you go already know. But like when it happened, I went, oh yeah. That, I'm like that's awesome because yeah. I'm like you have a show that dedicated kinda, to yeah. this. I'm like, what the hell's going to happen to the show? Yeah. And that's why I'm like, I have to go home and watch the show because I want to know what they're going to do with this. Yeah. Because it's not like the show was on well, for like well, four seasons. Well, to me, seasons. I started like watching the show and was like, oh, shit. Yeah. This is a huge surprise. Like, no, I did not see that no. coming for some reason. Because they start decoding the stuff and I'm just like... What could that? Oh my! God. And the thing was, yeah, yeah. When I see, and I, I, I was like, I was only maybe like eight episodes into the show. Yeah. When I went and saw Captain America. Yeah. So now that I knew what happened, I went back and I when I was watching the show. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's gonna. Ha- oh, like that's that's not. Oh, that's that's a bad guy. That's. Oh, yeah. that, oh, I'm like, I started seeing how they were slowly yeah. piecing little bits of information and like, like. Well, what is up with him? Yeah. Or, or you know, why is he can we really trust way? everyone on yeah. this team? And, and it's like, and oh. now it's like you really start like questioning everyone's loyalty. Yeah. It's just like, could you be? Something? I love it. I and, flat out loved. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that like I understand why Agents of Shield was a little slow at the beginning. Yeah. That it started off as because mm-hmm. even articles online are talking about how it started off slow, but it built itself up once yeah. it got to like halfway point that the show kind of changed and it started focusing on a different area. It started yeah. going from the monster of the week, which is what all Joss Whedon shows start which off. Which I was doing. okay with. I was okay with, but and I, I was okay with because they kept referencing back to those yeah. people. It wasn't like, oh, there's just some random mutant. Yeah. And oh, we killed him. Alright, yeah. we're done. You never hear from him again. Yeah. Like I like that this happened in the first episode. Well, six episodes also, later, I was getting kind of tired of them just like dropping like name bombs of yes. everything. It was just like, well, Tony Stark worked on this. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> you guys know who he is, right? Yeah. Oh, He's Bruce Banner was using working on radiation and stuff over here. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> <laughs> it was like good. Uh, like uh, I, and I understand well, why that. They did like that. well, that and like that, the Natasha Romanoff is like the biggest pet peeve to me. It's just mm-hmm. like all the agents are like, well, Romanoff could do this. It's like, is there any other agents good as yeah. Romanoff that could do that? Apparently not. Apparently, apparently it's not. Just, it's just Black Widow. That's just apparently Black Widow can do everything. Yep. And like, she's the only about, person that matters. <laughs> what about Hawkeye? I mean, he's pretty good. <laughs> Poor Hawkeye is just. I feel like no one cares about Hawkeye. <laughs> we need to write like a Hawkeye like like letter to Marvel. Just make him fucking badass. <laughs> Just do it. But see, like I almost wonder if at this point, because it's like like he kind of got. I feel I feel also like in the Avengers that they're actually gonna like kind of boost him. They'll up boost a him up. I like because they'll make a joke the, out of it too. That was the other thing too. Is that like um a lot. Like when I read a lot of reviews and stuff yeah. for Avengers, just like um, I felt like uh, Hawkeye was underutilized, and we wanted to see more of him. It was just like, well, yeah, well, yeah. he was possessed half the movie. So it's um, true. That's true. That kind of so you can't suck. really do much with that. But it sucks. It's like we introduce him in Thor. Yeah. Briefly. Very briefly. Like, and then oh, look, he's in the movie. the event. Oh no, no, he's a bad guy. Oh, but he's a good guy again now at the end. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, it kind of sucks. Like, he barely, he has no backstory to him. Like, yeah. no, he doesn't have his own standalone film. Yeah. Which, though, I guess that then makes sense for why he might have been underutilized. Because yeah. we don't 
Like, we know We didn't really him. get much of him. But that was the other thing, too. I mean, we know with, a history with Black and, Widow, yeah. we didn't really get much. In That's true. She just Iron showed Man up too. and kicked ass. She just ass. showed up. Yeah. And we just knew that she was great. Yeah, we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and on. with Hawkeye, it was just like, we didn't really see much of him actually do anything. I, I almost feel like come Avengers 2, like, there will be a scene where he... It's, like, just him. Like, he takes out everything up. and then yeah. stops and then go, well, where the hell was that during the Battle of New York? Like, they'll make some joke yeah. like that. Yeah. And, you know? <laughs> like, they'll they'll play off the fact that, yeah. that he did not get used at yeah. all for, for, you know, like he should have. Because yeah. that's very much so Joss Whedon yeah. humor and yeah. uh, just, Yeah. Yeah, I I think I think that'll be very very exciting to. I'm I'm so happy with where they're going with it. I'm yeah. bummed about the Ant Man thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like, well, I'm reading about it, it's like Edgar been been working on that story for three years. Yeah, like right as Iron Man was getting popular, so he'd been working on that for ages, and to just kind of like pull it underneath the rug was like we're doing something else. I'm yeah. sorry. And I don't... That kind of upsets. And I, even, like, Joss, Joss Whedon was also kind of sympathetic. He's like, I understand how that goes. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I can't make judgment unless I know, like, the full story, I, I guess. So, like, I can't be like, well, that's so stupid Marvel, cut him out because he was probably making some amazing well, film. Well, but here's the... I actually know how the actual story goes. Did they so, finally, like, talk so, about it more? Um, yeah. So, they, I actually got the final breakdown on it. Because um, even James Gunn, I think, even talked about it, too. Um... The whole situation was he was supposed to pen and direct Mm -hmm. Ant-Man. They had announced that a couple years ago at uh, Comic-Con, and they said, it was like, great, we'll set this up. Um, Everything was looking good until, like, they started to build the actual Marvel Universe and everything that actually had all these connections and this and that. Because when they started doing it, the Marvel Universe was still kind of in its infancy. It was in the its Marvel inf- film, theatrical. Yeah. It universe. was actually still still in its crib, right. I guess you could say. Because at that point, like, Iron Man and Iron... You said Iron Man 2, right? When he started Iron Man? Out? It was actually Iron Man. So, like, Iron Man came out as like, oh, we're going realistic with the Marvel Universe. Like, yeah. it's not no over-the-top, you know, yeah. there's no aliens and stuff in it. Well, no, yeah. obviously, we've past that point we've so. passed that so it's you know he's he, he kind of building up this universe okay and what he they was doing with his story um you know didn't really work with the universe it was like all right well i'll just uh re you know take your guys's ideas and i'll rewrite it right well then they hired a new writer to pen a, a new a fresh script a new script they gave it to Edgar, um, and he looked at it and was just watered down. It was a bad script. And it's just like, this is bad. I'm not going to be a part of something that, like, I built this for how many years? Yeah. I'm not going to be a part of something that you guys just kind of, it fell apart, essentially. Yeah. And it wasn't, it really wasn't that great. So he's he, like. He respected his craft enough to go, yeah. I don't want to put my name on something that's going to be a piece of crap. Yeah. Which I give him all respect for doing that. It's just like, yeah, it's like. I'm tough. Yeah, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to direct something that you guys have just kind of shambled together. Yeah. So he decided, just like, you know what? I'm going to make my announcement. I'm going to walk on this one. 
And, you know, and it was just, it was kind of sympathetic on both sides. It's like they really wanted him to do the production, but they were also going a different way with it. And it just wasn't working out for either one of them. Well, like, I was hearing, like, the, even the actors were kind of bummed that he was yeah, leaving. Like, that, yeah. that's, that sucks when it's... Yeah, everybody, like, everybody was kind of bummed. It's just like... <laughs> it's like, well, he's leaving? Like, this would have been a great movie. Yeah. Because like, my, my guess is they... I wonder if they read his original script. Like, if the actors read his script. Yeah, I mean, they probably just looked at the script. Or, like, like this is a great... Yeah, I mean, like, that's what Marvel did. They looked at the script. It's like, this is a great script, but this is not conducive to everything that we're actually trying to build This up. won't fit in our world. Yeah. It would have it would have made it would have been a great film had there not been the Marvel mm-hmm. cinematic universe. I mean basically. it's like even when I looked at it like the, some of the test footage and stuff that they had on it, it was it looked awesome. Mm-hmm. And it had well, it almost had that Edgar Wright type of feel, especially yeah. with the animations and stuff, because it looked, it reminded me a lot of like what they did with Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. And it's Which, like, that's what I thought in my head. I'm like, oh, okay, so he's going to basically take Scott Pilgrim, he's going to yeah. make a Marvel movie, that's yeah. going to be awesome. Like, I was just thinking in my head, like, yeah. he knows how to handle visual Yeah, effects. it was like, and from what I've actually heard from the actual synopsis from the movie, I don't know if this is actually going to change, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's basically a heist movie. Where, um, oh. yeah, it's it's something to do with like this device that could possibly like destroy the world or something, mm-hmm. and you know it kind of fell out of Hank Prim's hands. I mean, Hank Prim is the 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 normal uh, Ant Man, right? who is like currently Ant Man, currently currently Ant Man. There's there's two Ant Mans right. actually in this movie. One one is kind of the mentor for the other because the old the one is the one that's played by Martin Sheen. I. Th- no. Think. Is it Martin Sheen? No, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, sorry, sorry. I'm Michael like, Douglas. I, an older actor, I'm trying to think, I couldn't remember what the name was. Michael <laughs> no, it's Michael Douglas. I was um, going to say Kirk Douglas, but I'm pretty positive Kirk <laughs> Douglas has been dead hey, in the last ten years. Well, that would be I mean, funny. That I'm curious. Uh, <laughs> no, keep talking. Uh, uh, it, yeah, and it's just this kind of, it kind of reminds me of almost like that Mask of Zorro meets Ocean's Eleven a little bit. <laughs> Which sounds like it'd be an amazing film, yeah. actually, because those movies are good. Because, I mean, it's, it's that kind of, like, you know, like, here, I'm going to mentor you and how to get into... It. And it's basically, like, breaking into this this office or warehouse mm-hmm. to stop whatever this evil device is. See, but, like, that is cool that the Marvel movies are at a point where they can... They could do, they could do, like, one of the Marvel movies, again, just kind of goes back to the Guardians of the Galaxy, where it feels like, it's like, we're gonna do this. Well, yeah. no, it's not some big, you know, yeah, there might be a bad guy involved, but it's not gonna be, you know, it's not the same formula that, yeah. like, you know, here's the good guy, it's here's the bad guy. It's not just case. a basic comic book movie. Yeah, every, every, this is what like I All four like. Batmans, the original Batman films, could be considered a classic comic book movie, yeah. because it's the same That's beats true. every film. No, but, like, you look at all of these different films, and they're sub-genres mm-hmm. of certain comic book films. Right. So, like, for example... Um, I don't know. Um, uh, the new Captain America, for example, that's mm-hmm. more of a political thriller. That was like me. a political spy thriller. It from reminded like the me 70s. like of Born Identity yes. or all the President's Men with action, which or, was awesome. Like, yeah, I'm like that's great. Do movies like that? Yeah, like make yeah. your mark because then you you can, which is really great. Like. 
conceptualize or conceptually because that means Marvel's going, oh, we can make movies that apply to or appeal yeah. to a wider audience because yeah. it's like if you like movies like Born Identity, but maybe you're not a huge comic book person, yeah. watch Captain America: Winter Soldier. That's yeah. a Born Identity. If basically. you like, you know, space and mythological things, you should watch Thor. Watch Thor because that's all Greek mythology and stuff. And well, not Norse. not entire. No, sorry, not Norse Greek. mythology. <laughs> you you're sure like Archimedes didn't no, no Archimedes okay. is not in it. Um, Damn, <laughs> you're close. Little close. Mm. Old school stuff. I don't know. Um, Anyways, <laughs> but it's this yeah this all these different subgenres. I guess you could throw comedy as a kind of a comedy things for Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, like um, a, like a flat out comedy for it. Mm. No, but like even like Iron Man three. Yeah, Iron Man three felt like an eighties. A late '80s, early '90s action like buddy cop film. Yeah. I mean, may or may not be because it's yeah. it's the same guy who basically defined the '80s, yeah. '90s action buddy cop films. Yeah, you know, just throwing that out there. Yeah, but like you could you could go that route for yeah. for Iron Man three. It was that genre. Yeah. It's and that's it's very cool that they're doing that. For yeah. It. So yeah, for them doing like Ant Man, if Ant Man was basically just like an Ocean's Eleven. Type movie, bank yeah. heist film that I takes would place in the Marvel love, universe. I would love to see that film. Yeah. I was just like, I'm more excited about this movie already. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad for that. And you know, of course, the other, I'm, you want more standalone stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, it's I like feel more. I feel year. like Black Widow needs a standalone film. Yeah. We kind of talked about that. Um. Uh, I heard this might just be a rumor, but it sounds like Mark Ruffalo is in talks yes, to I just do a standalone Hulk film. Thank God. Which I feel like at this, like I know, like I was reading that, and he was making the comment that like, okay, I'm not saying it is happening. It's not happening, but it's there's inklings for it because I feel like after the Ed Norton one, which yeah. I thought was a great Iron it's Man, a- or. Incredible Hulk. It was a great incredible. I like. I, I tried to one. turn. I tried to turn people onto that one. Yeah, it's a good film. Yeah, I thought it was it great. It kind of plays back to you know. I've talked about this before. It plays mm-hmm. back to the original TV series. Yes, it was um, obviously heavily influenced by the original TV yeah. series. Right down to the fact that the theme song is in the movie yeah. score for like twenty seconds. Which yeah. I, when I heard that in the theater, I went, "Oh, you are referencing <laughs> the original theme music. It's yeah. the sad, the sad Hulk walking away music. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's." Like yeah. that's awesome. You referenced that in yeah. the movie, but like, yeah, like it's a great film. But I think for some reason, like the execs. But again, that was also early in the early days. That was the early stages, though, because that was like we did Iron Man. Now we're gonna do Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So it was like you can't boost that up yep. because and, and like they they were like, oh, we're gonna have it connected. So you know, yeah. he's gonna so, show up at the end. Oh, yeah. that's all reference. Like, haha, it's funny. But yeah. you know, like Stark Industries' name is gonna be on a couple of the graphics, and like they were making like subtle in jokes. But I don't feel like they had the whole thing. They had the out. whole thing just yet. Yeah, but obviously, Phase Two. You look at those movies. You're like, okay, so so this is these are connecting with this yes. and that and this. The events that happen in this one affect the events here. Also, this item yeah. Here. Also, uh, I I love this in, in uh, Captain America: uh, 
Winter Soldier, uh, just the, the slight comments to things. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, we may or may not be making these films as well. Yeah. Especially with the Doctor Strange reference, yes. which was very impressive to me. And they're actually now in talks of making that film as well. Which I'm curious for the people that they've well, rumored that there might be, they're going more, after. Yeah, well, it's more focused towards a horror, kind of a horror genre. Which, again, is a again, genre they haven't big surprise um which might be actually interesting and the people they've got for it kind of interesting yeah. except cumberbatch i'm cumberbatch. not not so sure on just because like his face would not look well in a goatee because that's the thing is dr strange is gonna have to have the goatee he has to have the goatee cumberbatch awesome actor but i don't think he's good with facial he's hair. not gonna look <laughs> great he's not gonna look great well, and the other one was what jared leto it was jared leto and then tom hardy that's right, Tom Hardy was uh, was up for it, too. So, you know, I don't... I think I almost feel like Jared Leto would be a better choice for Doctor Strange. I, f- I feel... Or do you think Tom Hardy would be better? Uh, out of those either three... Either Jared three, Leto or Tom Hardy. Because I feel like... like oh, I think it would be amazing that Benedict Cumberbatch would be... Could be, you know, in the yeah. Marvel movie, but I don't think that's the character he needs to play. Yeah, it just... I, unless they convince me otherwise. Because yeah. it's just like, yeah, his... Face, his would face not, does not look like Doctor Strange. His face would not work well, and uh, like I feel like Jared Leto has that kind of look that I think yeah. he could pull off because I've seen him have. Well, I mean, similar here's the thing: like Panic Room, he looks like that guy. Yeah, because I mean, he has to look atel- intelligent enough because it's like. <laughs> Okay. So basically, you just said Jared Leto looks the, like an idiot. No, I'm not saying that he looks <laughs> no, like no, an idiot. No. But it's the fact that, like, okay, he's a surgeon, so right. he has to have, he almost has to have that charisma look, like, I know what I'm doing. Right. Um, so you have to have that, and yet have kind of a darker kind of sense to it, this mystical kind of feeling to the actual character mm-hmm. and the presence. So you kind of have to have that. I feel like Cumberbatch would, could portray that mm-hmm. but i feel like yeah it's just his overall physique would not match that because truthfully like he did a great job it's like con. niche cage's ghost rider yes. that like does not um, he's like can we just get the young guy that was in him in the first movie that convinces that to made me more sense like than... that convinces to me that like oh yeah that makes sense you you being ghost rider yeah i could get on board with this nicholas other guy not yeah. so much <laughs> Nicolas Cage is fun to watch in some of his movies, but like, and I watched the second Ghost Rider, and while it was, I feel like better I than saw the it first in the one. Theaters, yeah. I still went, oh, that was okay. <sighs> like, it, like all the other Marvel movies, like, like when I yeah. watched them, I'm like, that was amazing. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That was great. But then, like, Ghost Rider was like, oh. I kind of checked out like halfway through it because they didn't uh, keep my interest. Yeah, it was. I think it was that right at the end. What he said, it was just that bothered me. It's like you gotta be kidding. Yeah. You really said that. Yeah. That just it, it's, it's thorn in my side. Well, at least now uh, Marvel owns the character again. Oh, do they now? Yes. Because oh, that was God. part of the whole like the contract thing they got Daredevil yeah. and Ghost Rider. That's good. So I'm which actually probably means we won't which, see a Ghost Rider film anytime good. soon. Good. <laughs> good. Yeah. 
I don't like, want that that come back. I'm, I'm over done again. with Ghost Rider for a while. Make or, a reference to him. That's fine. I don't care. Just yeah. don't, I don't. Johnny Blaze. Throw him. Throw what? him on like a television screen. Like if there's like a bank of like monitors of all like, yeah. the mutants or all the different characters. If he's on the monitor screen, that's fine. I don't care. It's like a little. Oh look, they're referencing Ghost Rider, <laughs> and then leave it at that. Well, I mean, like Daredevil, you can throw it in. I mean, the yeah. new Netflix thing. I'm you interested to that. see what they're gonna do with that. I don't know what they're gonna do with it. Um, they're getting some big names for it. Yeah. So, I mean, Rosario Dawson was just signed on. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy about that. I was just like, that, oh, it, that great. there is the reason I will watch great. the Daredevil you got, show. <laughs> you know, like, great. You you have credibility now. Yeah. It's not just a bunch of people like, oh, we're going to try to make a Daredevil TV show or a Netflix series. But, yeah. like, there feels like there's some actual yeah, yeah. good people behind making it, which I, I really do want to see where they take Daredevil. I, I'm curious to know what they do with that. I, uh, you know, as long as it's better than the 2000 version, I don't care at this point. Mm-hmm. Even though I've heard, I've heard that the director's cut is supposed to be fantastic. The director's cut of Daredevil is fantastic. Is it fantastic? <laughs> it's like a half hour longer and it makes it like a hard R. It made it good. Like, yeah. the theatrical version... Okay, that's what I the acting hearing. in it is not always the best in spots. Jennifer Garner yeah. comes across a little bitchy yeah and like i don't i still don't believe her as electro i don't either doesn't matter a director's cut or theatrical cut but the movie's story makes a hell of a lot more sense with the r-rated cut Mm -hmm. um the fight scenes are a hell of a lot better because they're a little more graphic they can throw more punches that are just it makes more sense the story as a whole i feel is a lot better in the theatrical cut because i think they even rearranged a couple scenes Mm -hmm. like they recut the, the, sto- the way the story yeah. went for the director's cut. I enjoyed okay. the director's cut. Now, again, I haven't seen it in like I love years, the soundtrack, but... but. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna bust into some Evanescence and then go into the... No, sorry. <laughs> well, that's the song that made Hey, them... buddy, I like Chevelle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, hey, so buddy, it... I like Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great soundtrack. Great, yeah. Uh, Great soundtrack. No, like it's it. it I, okay, I don't, okay. I might have to check that out. I, I would, I would recommend it. I don't know if I still own it. I think I had, I had it on DVD for the longest time. Yeah. I don't know if I. Still I just did. had the regular DVD. Well, I was that. That was also my naive self that was like, oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm just gonna buy it on DVD. Yeah. And rent it. You first. You always rent or see in theaters before you buy, and preferably you go to like the like late afternoon, yeah. middle of the week screening, so it's even cheaper. Than the yeah. cost it would be to rent it in some cases. That, that was bad. <laughs> Unless that was you know a it's bad a decision for yeah. me. And again, that's early days of like that's. Well, hell, I don't even think that Marvel had a logo before that. I think it was just, like, the Marvel Entertainment text. Like, I don't remember there being... I don't think so, either. Because that was pre... That was pre-everything. Because that was before Iron Man and all that. Iron Man was the movie that actually kind of made the Marvel world the way that it was. I think... Wasn't it X-Men that really... I think it was, like, X2. X2 Officially, like, started, like, here's the Marvel logo. Here's the Marvel thing, yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched X2 in forever. It's sitting over there. I need to watch it. yeah. Fox, seriously, Fox needs to get their head out of their ass and just go, look, we will give you the rights to the X-Men. We will split the money. Yeah. We well, will both make a bajillion here's dollars. Here's the other thing that, uh, that I'm a little peeved with. 
Uh, we'll get back to X-Men, but it's actually the Spider-Man franchise. I'm a little peeved Okay, with. why? Um, it's not so much the movies themselves. Okay. I think the movies are fantastic. The, the, you know, I go on and on about Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone's characters just playing off each other. It's fantastic mm-hmm. stories. I mean, like, that, to me, is the closest to a Spider-Man story you'll ever get. We talking the second one? Yeah, we're yes. talking the second the one. The second one was really good. Yeah. I thought it was a lot better than the first one. Yeah. I mean, I really like. I mean, it even played that whole concept is just like Spider Man gets his ass kicked. Yep. He figures out how to beat the villain, and then he goes back for a comeback and beats the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. Loved it. It was perfect. The way the story was structured in the second one, too, as a couple of my friends pointed out, it felt more like a comic book because mm-hmm. it felt like there was like sections like what would have been like this is issue one of the story yeah. here's issue two like there was kind of tiny little mini arcs yes while still also introducing characters mm-hmm. and having a general overarching yeah. storyline plus the whole relationship with Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker mm-hmm. perfect yeah that was brilliant I love loved the ending loved all of that especially yeah I especially love the ending. I love the ending as I well. love what they did with that I'm like uh, I'm glad you did not pull your punches and say no we're not gonna do this yeah we're gonna hold off a little while yeah. I'm glad they did it and they yeah. did it the way they did it yeah because I think that is more emotional too to me yeah it was like more how impactful yeah. like I was like oh my god they actually did they actually did yeah was, like I knew it was coming what was the other thing is like you actually saw it yes too. it was just like oh this is you know they were not just gonna do a fluke like they did in the comics where it was just like oh may or may not have happened no like, no you no. knew this happened you watched it happen <laughs> on film and you yeah. went Oh. Yeah. Because then that's what made it more impactful. Because they could have easily, like, cut away or, like, yeah, like you said, like, like left it unknown off camera yeah. for a little while and then come back and went, oh, no. Like, oh, no, she's dead. Yeah. It's like, no. No, you saw. Pretty much what happened. Nice little slow motion of her, like. Yeah. Like this, it go the the web going taunt, and it like you can yeah. like feel the moment that she basically, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but um, you did just say she died. <laughs> did I say? Yeah, this? she went. Oh no, she's dead. Oh no, <laughs> spoilers. Sorry. I'll throw a spoiler at the beginning. I'll fly it. I'll just say yeah. Spoilers. Just um. Well, yeah, we kind of spoiled a lot. Yes, um, we did. So <laughs> okay. So here's things. the spoil. Shield goes uh, is actually Hydra. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Most of Shield. Most is of Shield is Hydra. Hydra. But see, that's what. I, okay, really quick, since we just spoiled that. Yeah. That's what I like because I feel like that's where Agent, season two is going to go because yeah. now you don't know who of Shield is. Who to trust? Who to, who's a good guy? Who's a bad guy at this? And point? what are they going to do? Yeah. Like especially. How are they going to rebuild it? Yeah. If, like you can't you, really. You don't know. You don't know who's good and who's bad, yeah. and it's going to be an element of that. Like they did that perfectly. Also, the nice cameo with. Sam Jackson. Yes, was, I like that, that he a, come back. He came nice, back. That was a nice... And I like that they put Patton Oswalt in the show. Again. Yes, I'm Twice. like, that's awesome! <laughs> Everyone gets character. get a lanyard. <laughs> it was brilliant. I liked it. Uh, I, I, liked I liked it. it. So anyway, sorry. Since we basically spoiled everything, we also just keep spoiling stuff. But, yeah, I mean, like, it's just... You hear the smack. Yes. I mean, like... <laughs> and, like, you can feel it. You can feel it. Yeah, like, I cringe when it's like, oh, God. She just it's, broke many yeah. a spine yeah. bones and yeah. heart and Well, body. especially, like, even with the, the web turning into the hand. Yeah. I, I like that. Subtle, little subtle reference. And, it, yeah. you know, yeah, it could be a little bit too much. But, I don't know. I think that works. Like, I thought it was nice. It was just like, oh, that's lovely that's how his, that goes. And then, like, that's, that's his, like, yeah. extension of his own hand. That's yeah. That's what he would have been doing, too. And, yeah. 
I liked it. And I felt like, watching the trailer for that movie, I was like, oh, this is gonna... I don't know how the hell they're gonna tell the story, because it's like, you have three different villains in this movie. Uh, well, I, I kind of called the whole movie. Yes. And, like, <laughs> like I loved what they did I with loved, Rhino. Yeah. Perfect. Like, yeah. introduce him in the beginning, have him come in at the end, have him just be bookends. Yeah. He's not, like, a main villain. I'm like, when I saw they were doing that, I'm like, great. Okay. Yeah. So you're not pulling a Batman forever. Yeah. Or a Batman and Robin, and they're all teaming up with each other. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, okay, so that's done. Okay, so really, it's just, it's it's an Electro story. Yeah. That's what the whole movie is, with... Harry's story interspersed starting in it. to develop yeah. yeah like and you know that's not the last you see of him of, of course not like that was just a teaser of, of going of course hey. not Sinister Six yeah uh, I know exactly <laughs> it's it, that's, especially like the end credit scene they're just like flat I'm like I'm watching all of this I'm like it's <laughs> <laughs> What the hell, guys? <laughs> you're, just, you're literally leading up to that. Yes. You realize that. It's like this, this, the, the glass chamber of, like, Dr. Ox, uh, Dr. Ox, uh, tentacles, Doc Ox, like, tentacles. What was the, it? The, the wings? Vultures, the vultures' wings. outfits were there. Yep. It's like, yeah. okay. So are they leading up to the fact that, like, they the, have those people all captured or that they are... They are starting a Sinister Six. Like, they're purposely building Well, I mean, it, they're, right? they're in process of making a Sinister Six film. Right. I don't know how that's going to work with the universe that they have established. It's like, are they good guys? Are they bad guys? I don't, I don't know. That is why, again, yeah. these studios need to just get their heads out of their ass and go, okay, look, we will split, okay, we will, we want to join your party. Yes. Because well, Lindsay and I made a really um, good, like, Lindsay this, and I made a really yeah. good analogy about yeah. that the other day coming back from X-Men. Yeah. That basically, the equivalency of this whole thing is mm-hmm. two kids who each have their own action figure who want who 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 don't want to play together when in reality if they played together they would have twice as many toys and they'd have more fun yeah so it's basically it's fox and marvel going we have your characters well we have our characters well we want to use them we want to play together and then each of them going no because we're because i can't play like, we're not it's not fair for us yeah to, to play together like it's it's but if they just went and realized the, look uh, like just split, split, split in half, right down the middle, whatever you earn. Because guess what? Because it's like because apparently Fox and Sony can play together. Yeah, but no one else. But nobody else can play together. And you know what? I'm sorry if there was a movie where Spider-Man showed up for ten freaking minutes in the Avengers two and went, "Hey guys, I'm Spider-Man." That movie, even though it's gonna make a bajillion dollars, yeah, it would make would a make bajillion, bajillion dollars. more. Yes, here, yeah, because and people here, be like Spider-Man's in the fucking Avengers. Here movie. is why I'm really miffed at at Sony. Yep, they because <laughs> I listened to a to an actual like interview with the executives who actually have been working on the new so it was just like they talked about it, it was like would you ever do a like a marvel team up or have as um spider-man actually in the avengers mm-hmm. they're like well we have we're establishing this world and we have so many stories we want to tell with spider-man so, um, and uh, we feel we're not ready, we're not done yet with this type of character, but, uh, when we feel like we're ready and we're out of, uh, have exhausted <laughs> this character, uh, um, then maybe we'll consider, um, um, maybe doing, like, a team-up movie or something. It's like, I don't want it to feel like a Christmas, they did some reference to, like, a Christmas thing just to, like... You know, just to sell things. If like we're not gonna just make this action figure glow in the dark, just because we can make him glow in the dark. 
or something. It was some wow. stupid like yeah. like toy reference. It was just like you guys have your heads up your asses yeah. about everything, and just I'm like no. I don't want to share this, but we're yeah. making this. I don't want to share this ever. So basically, Sony saw what Marvel is doing with their world and went, "Oh, we can do that, but we can do it with ourselves. We can do that too. It's our world. We can make we can make enough spinoff. There's enough characters yeah. in the Spider-Man universe. Yeah. We can do and I talked to and I hear interviews from like every other cast members. Like, would you want to be in the Avengers movies? Like, hell yeah, I would love that. Please, yeah. like, talk to the studios. <laughs> it would be great for everyone. Just let us do it. It'd be awesome. You, it's it is it has come down to at this point to literally probably 15 executives between Fox and Sony against the world yeah. when it comes to seeing those characters yeah. working like everybody I'm I'm positive that Marvel's sitting here going we'd like our people back like yeah. like if Sony came to him going okay Let's talk about putting Spider-Man in right. the just movie. Marvel would be like like a little schoolgirl. Like, ah, yay, yay, he could be yeah. in the movie. We'll write him in. Josh, rewrite something. Like, yeah. like he, they would be all over it, this and like, that would break. You know, and it would be it would break the internet. Internet would be like Spider-Man's in the event. Everyone dies. Yeah, because no one can handle it. <laughs> yeah, I I I think Wolverine uh, shows up. I think. I think Kevin Smith said the best thing. It was just like, it'd be like the prodigal son returning yes. back yes. to its rightful place. I mean, it would be great. I mean, I like what they're doing with the mm-hmm. franchise. Don't get me wrong. But what they're just being selfish about it. They're being very I, selfish. They're being very selfish about it. I don't like what they're doing. Also, racist. They're racist. <laughs> because there's just like, okay, well, what, what are you guys going to do when you're uh, done with uh, Peter Parker? I'm like... Um, Andrew Garfield has said like the third Spider-Man movie that's the last movie I'm doing yeah and uh, Mark Webb has also said like the third Spider-Man movie that's the last one I'm doing yeah and it, it, like it just kind of makes sense to end in the trilogy but it's like no we're gonna do a fourth film and then we're gonna do Sinister Six and then we're gonna spin off to Venom and start doing that stuff and I was just like what's with you guys and do- well, first of all what's with you guys and doing four movies yeah they need to stop that. They need to movie stop thing. doing that because they tried to do that the last time. Yeah. And even like Sam Remy's like, no, Why? I'm not doing it. Yeah. And yeah, it just it, logically doesn't make sense. It's because it's all it's a bunch of it's a bunch of older guys who are in control of the companies, or even I can't even say older, but it's yeah. a bunch of people who are in control of the company who only see the money that comes in mm-hmm. and realizing that that money can go directly to us. We don't want to split it with somebody else. Mm-hmm. We want to keep making because you know as long as we're making Spider-Man movies, people are going to keep coming to see them, and there's going to you know they're going to make hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars that go right back into our pockets again. Yeah, and that's sadly. That's how it's. That's what it's. That's become. how it is. It's and all it's about greed. It's so all about stupid. money. That's <laughs> but, not about the craft anymore. But my point, racist, um, <laughs> racism. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just calling him out just because it was like um, another discussion was like, would you ever consider using Miles Morales? Okay. Miles Morales was an adaptation of. Uh, Donald Glover's campaign right. for him to become Spider-Man and eventually like uh, Marvel Comics just kind of jumped on this just like hey you know what why don't we just make why don't we you know kill off Peter Parker mm-hmm. they're planning on doing it but it's just like how do we how do we do this they did this whole thing like Peter Parker's dead, but Spider-Man is still coming back. It's just like, ooh, Spider-Man. Right. And then they revived Miles Morales. It was this uh, African-American, half-African, Hispanic... Hispanic, yeah. um, I can't remember what it... Yeah. It's just this young kid who... Pretty much got the same, you know, you got bit by a spider and you got, you know, you got all the 
spider powers, mm-hmm. pretty much the same powers that Peter Parker got. Right. And they just kind of played with it, and then, you know, he got his new suits and everything, and it's just, like, it was great. He looked great, and and he's been well-received by fans. Like, like here it is. Awesome new Spider-Man. Yep. We like Peter Parker and Miles Morales the same way. Yep. And, like... <laughs> During the interview, they asked, "Just like, would you ever consider putting Miles Morales um, into a storyline?" Was just like, "Well, no. We like Peter Parker really well." It was just like racist. So basically, <laughs> again, the heads don't understand that there's this whole other world of the Spider-Man. Yeah. They know what has been basically like laid out. So it was like, if, like okay, like the only reason like I can see him doing like a fourth film, it's like Miles Morales. Yeah, just like put get Donald Glover yeah. to be Miles Morales, and you. Millions of dollars. Yeah, you'll make money. You'll make money. But then the come, come, probably comes down to it, like the exorcist, and they're just going, well, no, because Spider-Man is Peter Parker. That's who it is. There's no other... There's no... No. What, so what do we... What is, oh, so is it like Peter retires, and then like this other guy just takes it up for a little bit, but then the yeah. other movie, Peter's going to come back, right? Like that's... And which they... I think it'd be a great way to end Spider-Man 3 with killing off Peter Parker. Yeah. I'd like, be okay with that. End the movie, end the movie with him, him getting killed... Yeah. Parker dying, and if you want to open it up where it potentially could be a sequel, have it be something as stupid as like like there's off or like there's another Spider Man that swings out by the window. You can't do that, that might be confusing. Have it be like I don't know, like the costume somehow gets passed to some kid. To some kid. And let it just kind of be left open. I don't know what they would do for it. Or even if it's like the mask, pull like a Oh God! Pull like a Boba Fett, Django Fett thing, where you see a shot of the kid like holding Spider-Man's mask, and it's you yeah. know, it's like a, it's it's obviously him. It's it's the yeah. next Spider-Man. Do something stupid like that just to go look. Spider-Man's not dead, you know. Spider-Man is an idea. He's not a person. Uh, he's a symbol. He's a symbol. <laughs> he's a symbol for 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 justice. And I'm the knight. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I am the darkness. I don't need a license. <laughs> Give me my cone of ice cream. I'm thirsty. Yeah. You're, you're thirsty. I don't understand. Uh, Anyways. You're thirsty. So, We've been going so for an hour and a half. The jokes aren't funny anymore, oh, Jeff. God. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, um, yeah, so there's that. Um... I guess, like, I have two more points. Okay, two more points. <laughs> I don't know how further along you want to go. Let's 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 see how far this next one goes, and then okay. we'll see where we're at for that. Okay, um... I wish you keep the episode under two hours. Yeah, That's a we long can do, we can do that. Let's um, do two hours. Uh, well, I guess, uh, well, let's talk, I guess, in your mind it is fresh, but in my mind, not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, X-Men Days of Future Past. Yes. It was fantastic. That was an absolutely fantastic yeah. film. I mean, it was a nice thing. It was a callback to, like, the originals. It erases everything that X3 and X-Men Origins have done. I so. love that. Okay, even though we just bashed, like, Fox and Sony for yeah. Spider-Man and all those for, like, the last 30 minutes, I will give them props for doing a film that does that, where they go... Yeah. Yeah, those two films that not everybody liked, let's just pretend yeah. they didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well... Well, Brian Singer also said, I was like, I'm coming back to fix shit. Yes. <laughs> well, and my comment to Lindsay after we watched that movie was, Brian Singer needs to do all the X-Men films from now on. Yeah. Or at least have more of a hand in the creation of those films. Because, yes. Because... Yes, that movie those felt... films were fantastic. Now, I... <laughs> the thing is, is... 
because they showed clips from X Men Three: The Last Stand, like yeah. you have to watch that movie. Like they didn't completely erase it because it's like if you I don't know. watch it, I you know. don't understand why Logan's spoilers again. Yeah. Why Logan is so happy to see Eugene at the end? Yeah. Like why he's so shocked that everybody's here. Like, everyone's here. Yeah, well, they're all here. <laughs> Hello, was... shavings alone. <laughs> he kind of felt. It kind of felt. It's it kind of felt like a toward of a level. Oh, there's Cyclops and oh, there's Jean Grey. Oh, hello, Beast. Hello, Beast. Oh, it's good to see you again. <laughs> oh, Mr. Oh, Potter. Like oh. it just felt so. It felt a little bit like. But but. I'm oh, not... Storm, you're so here. Where did you go? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to your hair? Oh, um, oh what, did anybody see Nightcrawler? I know he's. <laughs> around making for the Jimmy Stewart I will end <laughs> no 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 we're no, saying no. we're saying the end of X-Men felt like it's a wonderful life <laughs> yes oh everyone's back where's night oh oh <laughs> he's still dead oh. isn't he <laughs> that happened in the movie too <laughs> oh. that didn't happen in three uh, did but, that really happen I don't know because he wasn't in three yeah did he die I don't think he died I, well, I could have teleported away no he didn't die no he didn't die because I never saw him in the third film. Yeah, he so. just vanished. Because I, because I remember God. being bummed that he wasn't in three. Because I'm like, I no. liked Nightcrawler. That was a great character. Everyone loved Nightcrawler. Was Alan coming like, as Nightcrawler? Can was we great. bring that back? <laughs> just do that one. That one. That one. That one. Yeah. But like, yeah, I liked. I loved the movie. I I thought it was a great film. And yeah. yeah. I realize you have to see. You can skip X Men. Origins. Origins. You can skip X-Men Origins. I yeah. can tell you that right now. There's no need to watch that film. Because really a lot of the references are actually in X2. Yeah. So you can you can literally skip X-Men yeah. Origins. You watch, you watch. You will not be lost. So what should you do? Should now okay, this comes okay, so here comes back to like the whole Star Wars Here's conversation. The yeah. The order that you would watch these movies in. Skip X-Men Origins, Wolverine. That's gone. Yeah. Don't even bother with that. So you have X-Men, X2, uh, X-Men Last Stand. You kinda have to watch X-Men You Last have Stand. to kinda watch that because everybody dies. Um, so that leads into first, where people Yeah, are. first class you should definitely watch. Right. Just because it's one, it's a great movie. Yeah. Two, it kinda ties into like what happened. Yes. Um, so, right at the beginning. So should you then technically at that point, should you watch X-Men First Class, then watch X-Men, X2, uh, X-Men Last Stand, and then X-Men Days of Future Past? Yeah, Should you watch them in that order? I guess you would watch them in that order. Or is it better like the Star Wars world where it's like you watch X-Men, X2, yeah. X3, you get the characters, you see how the world becomes so dark... Like how things are going bad, yeah. <laughs> both through a film sense and and the the universe sense yeah. for X Men Three, yeah. and then you watch X Men First Class. Be- I almost feel like you should watch X Men First Class and then go watch see the X Men movies, Days of Future Past. Okay, yeah. oh, and do it that way, and then, and then, and then watch way. Days of Future. So watch them kind of in the order that they were released. Order of release. I feel. I feel like that's a stronger thing because I feel like the concept like the joke like Wolverine's cameo in yeah. X-Men First Class where Makes more they s- just walk up and he's like fuck off like, yeah. like that joke I don't think would be funny yeah. if you watched him I'm all about watching stuff chronologically yeah. but I feel it like that joke we get lost because yeah. you'd be like oh oh so when X-Men starts off you're like oh so they're following that guy that they went to meet in the bar yeah like for 20 seconds in the movie like yeah. okay that's weird that they're focusing on this character like who the hell was he and 
you know, but I, 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 I think that would be a great order then. Yeah. Mm. So if you watch them chronologically, I feel like you should watch them chronologically and just skip X-Men Origins because really now, where do you put X-Men Wolverine in there? Uh, or sorry, where would you put the Wolverine in it? Because that happens. Because it is. Uh, that I happens would, after. Three. I would actually watch it in chronological order. Okay. Believe it or not. So just skip X Men uh, Origins Wolverine. Just skip yeah, that movie just, entirely. You don't need. To it doesn't see happen. It. <laughs> it does not need to happen. Yeah. That movie shouldn't have needed to exist. No. Exactly. Not the way that they did that. Yeah. That movie. Because it's like been a the origin story film. is kind of told in the first three X Men films. I mean, you kind of or the first two actually. Yeah. I was gonna say because so you, you know get... he had bones before the metal claw. Yeah. Don't they reference that? Uh, oh. During like the flashbacks in two? No. They never reference that, no. do they? Because that's the only thing I feel like from X-Men Origins is the only thing that they actually reference is the bone claws. That he had bo- that he had the bones before Shit. the adamantium. I just thought of that. That's the <sighs> only thing. So that means you have to freaking watch those movies. Not necessarily. Because I mean he doesn't have the antiandium. So but then does it is it confusing in I guess it's confusing to Days people of Future who have seen yeah cuz when he when he goes to blows his, his claws out and it's just and he's oh, just like oh, and I then have this. yeah then there's that moment where it's like oh yeah oh, yeah I forgot <laughs> and then they just like they don't explain it so like I feel like if you didn't well, realize I that, I'm also going to say this the timeline's fucked up anyway yeah <laughs> yeah well I mean now we're he getting was, into like cuz I mean dimensions. that is the thing he was fighting in Vietnam right. when he got dragged into the uh um the X program the right. Weapon X program so which I mean, you know, this was seventy three. Yeah. Nixon was still there. Yeah. So this was still in Vietnam. Like we, we were, were still ending in, Vietnam. We were ending Vietnam, right? Yeah. So now the question is, um, things are still fucked up. They're still fucked I'm... up because it's like, well, because then, because then, if you take into account X Men Origins Wolverine, because that yeah. that dealt with them in Vietnam, like that dealt with them in the war, like during the war. So at what point does all of that happen? Yeah. That then. Logan gets plopped into that world again and now continues. Yeah. And wasn't Stryker the head? Like, wasn't young Stryker the head of the organization that he was with yeah. in X-Men Origins Wolverine? Yeah. Like, okay, so like that, oh my God, that just makes my head hurt. So, okay, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i have to look it up. I'm going to have to look it up online to yeah, see he was, somebody. He put, was the head of, he was a lot older too. Yeah. It's, ah, I hated it. So basically, <laughs> okay, you know what? No, right now, fuck it. X-Men, Wolverine, Origins, Wolverine. Here's how I'm treating it. watch it. I'm, here's how I'm treating the it. The microphone's getting lower, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Sorry. Um, okay, <laughs> this is how I'm treating it. Oh yeah, look, now you can actually hear us talk. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Better. Um, this is how I'm treating it. First class is his own separate timeline. Yes. We'll, and especially we'll pull we'll pull the Legend of Zelda thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gonna make because there's like three there's three timelines and every game no no um, <laughs> X Men First Class is in its own timeline. Mm-hmm. That's why everything goes in that timeline makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like um, having Scott not be the older brother and this and that that fits in one timeline. Right. The Brian Singer films fit in its own separate timeline. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that goes on in future dead days of future past is in connection to what is going on in first class. Because what it is, it's it's Wolverine. It's running parallel to that, right? 
So it's Wolverine from the Brian Singer timeline leaping over into the first class timeline. Yes. And then all the events, like, would you say the outcome of Days of Future Past is yeah. still being maintained in the first class universe? Yes. Like, timeline? Yeah. So at that point, basically what Logan did, what Wolverine did, was he stopped the Brian Singer timeline. Yeah. In Days of Future Past, and then brought over into the first class well, timeline. I wouldn't and really necessarily stop, but it there was a merger of those two. So he timelines. forced the two of them together. So, so he's basically forcing the two together. I mean, we could probably assume that a lot of the stuff that happened in first class yeah. probably did happen in the Brian Singer. So timeline. what I'm saying. So here's what I'm saying. Um, the stuff that happened in first class, that all that timeline, everything up until that point. Uh, towards the end of Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. in the past, all the events onward, that is considered a new timeline with the merger from. So it's an amalgamate. So it's a th- that's your third timeline yeah. at that point. Yeah. So there would have been there would have been the the days the first class timeline. There's the Brian Singer timeline. Yeah. But then at that point, when he goes at the oh, at the end of the events yeah. in the past from Days of Future Past. Yeah. That it's like it's that changed. Timeline that makes has, a third. Yeah. Amalgamated. Yeah. Oh, an interesting concept. Yeah. I see that. That would work. That would make sense, too, because yeah. then that way that, like, obviously we know. Now everything's become synchronized. Right. There's no worry about any continuity. This The funny thing was is that the few clips from X-Men 3 that were in Days of Future Past made X-Men 3 look like it would have actually been a good film. Like, it I watched it going, been... oh, yeah, that would have been great. Like, it looked... Yeah. Like, in those two seconds, I'm like, that looks great. And yeah. I'm like, oh, but that movie's not. No. <laughs> That's why I don't own no. it. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, that movie which then, like, wasn't that good, was which it? Which then questions is like, well, what are they going to do with X-Men Apocalypse now? Yeah. Because I heard, like, yeah, they're just like, oh, we're going to do a time-traveling thing again. I was like, that, that's cool, but are you just going to turn them into time-traveling movies now? Yeah, because now it's like, well, yeah, do you use the old... Like the the young yeah. versions of everybody, like is yeah. that those people were focusing on? Yeah. Because I remember I remember reading that um, that Patrick Stewart and uh, uh, Ian McKellen were actually they thought after X three that they, they were, were done. Like yeah. they're like we're never gonna do we're never gonna Mr. do X another Magneto again. Yeah. And then when Brian Singer is like, hey, no, look, we're changing the storyline. Come back. And they were all excited to do yeah. it, which is great that they wanted to be in no, it. No, like everyone was. Excited yeah. To, I'm like to that's awesome. Back. Yeah. But it's like at the same time, it's like oh, but. Part, what is there do we do with now? these people? Yeah. yeah, like I liked the first class younger generation of everybody too. They yeah. were great at portraying. They did their a great selves. job. Everybody did a great job. But I'm really curious now. Unless mm. it's just like the unless what they do for Apocalypse is since Apocalypse can be in any time. Yes, like if, he can uh, he can time travel. So um, so maybe it's maybe what it is is like. He's so he's that. in like the, at this point he'd be in like the mid seventies or late seventies. Yeah. He goes back. World. I I guess this, I guess this is a feeling like he goes back in time, changes everything. You know, obviously the X Men are trying to stop him. Mm-hmm. He goes back in time, changes everything, and then they're going back to the present, and it's just like everything's fucked up. We gotta go back. We gotta go kill Apocalypse. Okay, essentially. So. so they're forced to go back in time mm-hmm. and stop him again. Yeah. I do agree, though, like, it is weird that 
Like, I understand the days... That's the only way I can think of it. The Days of Future Past storyline where it was time travel to a degree. Like, obviously, they didn't get into a machine and travel back in time. Like, they didn't pull it back to the future, but it was a mental time travel. Yeah. But still, it was like, you did that. Now it's like, I mean, I almost... Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I almost wonder if it's... Well, now is it too much time travel? Mm -hmm. Like you said? Yeah. It's like, well, we already did that bit. Can we do something else? Like, I'm glad that they're at least... I'm glad that they're... They're hardcore pulling from the source material from the comic story arcs. That's cool. But at the same time, it's like, well, don't... Yeah, don't make it just become like, oh, there's a problem in the past. Now this is how we're connecting. No, we gotta go back. Yeah, now this is how we're connecting our two franchise actors together. Hey, Logan. (laughs) Do you want to go in the past again? I was already there, bub. Uh, Oh, I love that reference, by the way, where he goes through the metal detector and he's just like... Oh yeah, <laughs> I just get walking. I love it. It was great. I was just like, oh yeah, because I was wait, because every I was actually waiting for it too. I was like, oh, he's gonna have to get, like pat it down. And it was, oh, oh yeah, he doesn't have the oh, metal. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. I liked the callback to his yeah. brief scene in first class, where it's like yeah. Xavier's like, I remember you, you know. And I'll say the same words you said to me that day. He was like, go go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. I'm like. <laughs> Great use of the uh, the fu- of fuck in a PG thirteen yes, movie. You dropped you dropped the F bomb. Fantastic. Just like I'm like that was the best use of the word in in first class. I'm like yeah. nope, that's okay. I'm okay with that usage of it. That's perfect because it fits the character. Yep. And then the callback to it was perfect because how Xavier is that makes sense that he would just tell Logan you know yep. I don't care get the hell out of here like yep. I'm, I love it. I oh I thoroughly enjoyed. I love yeah. Days of Future Past. I want to see it again. Like, I really want... There's it was a, really good. <laughs> yeah. There's a part of me that wants to watch the original trilogy... Original... Oh, God. The original trilogy again. And then watch First Class. Class. And then watch Days of uh, Days of Future Past again. Yeah. Just to watch all of them. Yeah. Just to see that yeah. whole story. Since, obviously, that they are connecting yeah. everything together. So... I dig <sighs> it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I'm very excited. It's just a shame it's not completely under marvel's control no but at least they're doing good with the x-men franchise yeah and again you know i'm glad sony's got something good with spider-man i just hope see that's the other thing i think sony sees x-men seeing oh x-men made all these movies and they're still doing we can make all these movies too and oh marvel's doing it like i feel like yeah but like with x-men x-men you have more wiggle room for stuff because it's a team-based thing and if you like single out one character and just do a storyline on them you'll be fine i mean like there was the whole thing of just doing like a magneto story and Mm -hmm. then doing a professor x story originally yeah, because the X Men Origins Wolverine was supposed to be the start of that series yeah, of films. Yeah, but it's and then First Class was technically First Class was going to be technically like Xavier's Magne- like yeah. big uh, kind of origins, which and, it kind of was. Yeah, they split up Magneto and Xavier. Yeah, origins. and they basically just like combined the two, and it it still worked. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I saw enough of those two's past. That I'm like, all right, cool. No, nope, yeah. I know, I know, I know their upbringing. I yeah. got it. Let's move on. That and Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, there's Kevin Bacon in that movie. Yeah. Kevin Bacon, who could do, like, weird-ass, like, T-1000, like, bendy move things, and it's like, oh. he's a Terminator. <laughs> yeah. We need to save that Terminator conversation yes. for the next episode we record. Yes. About what's going on with the next Terminator movie. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with I the do. next Terminator And I'm... Do you really? My interest is incredibly peaked right now. Is that good? Yes, because I'm like, okay, I want to see what they're doing because I don't know. After Terminator Salvation, I'm like, 
basically, I'll do it in a real I quick just essentially laughed the whole time I saw that movie. <laughs> that movie's ridiculous. It's just like, what? I own it, sadly, but that movie's ridiculous. I was like, what are you going to do? I'll be back. <laughs> it's like, Wink. really? Yeah, it's I again. Like, oh, it's totally... I, I loved it when he actually said, just like, I'll be back. Yep. I was like, Oh, that's nice. Good for you. <laughs> that's like, that was a nice, well, the one callback <laughs> to the rest of the franchise. No, what they're doing with the next Terminator film, the current script yeah. is because the director and the writer went to James Cameron and talked to him yeah. for like hours about the story and what they're doing. So he had input. He doesn't care. He's basically at this point where James Cameron's like, fine, whatever. It was my baby. I gave up on it being my baby years ago. It's not my problem anymore. But he still talked to him about it because they wanted to know. The concept is they send, huh, surprise, surprise, they send the Terminator back in time. Yeah. But they send him back to the events of the first film. Ah. So now... And they basically create, a la Star Trek, they create an alternate timeline where now you it plays through the events of the first and second Terminators. So they're recreating. So it's almost like kind of like a reboot, but not officially. It's going. It's doing the Star Trek approach where it's like we're going to we're going to start it over because they want this to be the again they want to be the first of a new trilogy of Terminator films. That's what they do in Hollywood nowadays. But it's like they want to. They don't want to go. You guys loved all your you know the Terminator films. Well, fuck it, we don't care anymore. We're starting over again. Like they don't want to do that. Yeah. So they're honoring the originals, Mm. but by going, we're changing stuff. So now we're going we're going parallel with it. Things still happen, but we can do whatever the hell we want. So that's in a really quick nutshell, that's what yeah. the new Terminator is going to oh, be okay. So they're recreating like like Sarah Connor, you know, and her roommate, like they're redoing all that stuff. They're like apparently when the Terminator the movie the script currently is that the movie opens with the new Terminator or whoever it is that gets sent back. Yeah. Uh showing up uh, like a few, like a little ways away from the scene in the first one where the Terminator like like meets the three gang guys at the yeah. bullies and like he takes their clothes. Like you see that scene playing out as you're following the new Terminator, and mm-hmm. that happens, and then he leaves, and then the Terminator comes. Like now the new one comes in and like continues on his while there's another Terminator running around the city trying to find all the Sarah Connors. Like, that's the concept. Yeah. So it's also pulling a Back to the Future where it's like, oh, look, that's the scene from the first movie. Yeah. Well, here's what's going on in the behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, it's that concept. Oh, okay. So it's, it's, I'm intrigued to see how they pull it off. We'll see. But I'm not being like, oh, it's going to be the greatest Terminator ever because I'm sorry, that's still T2. Yeah. I love Terminator 2 so much. Have you seen the Terminators? I don't think I've seen. I apologize for. I mean, you said Salvation. I've seen Salvation. It's such a shame, but that's the only one you've seen, man. We have to watch T uh, two. I've seen film. like I've seen I've seen oh, enough. T two is an amazing film. I mean, I've seen enough. I mean, I know the concept of the the the, the giant goo, which is from T two, which the, is the, from T two, the metallic one. Yeah. yeah. See, like you. I would tell, like, I would love to tell you. Have you seen this boy? <laughs> I would love, yeah. Which then it makes reference to everything, yeah. like Wayne's World. Um, yeah. Which we just with, saw. Yeah, weekend. with actually Robert Patrick, <laughs> yeah. who played the T-1000 I was like, from did they just cut that from the movie? No, it's like, no. no, they actually filmed that scene. Yep. That was brilliant. They got him back. Uh, no, like, I would tell most people, like, oh, just watch Terminator 2. But I'm like, no, you have no. to watch Terminator so you understand no. Sarah's motivation in T2 and why she's the way she is. So... I would suggest 
we should yeah. sit down sometime we and should. watch both films because yeah. T2 is a freaking gorgeous like it looks beautiful for a film that's 25 yeah. years old or yeah. 23 years old or more 23 years old yeah. but it, like it also it's a great story like yeah. it keeps you interested the entire time so anyway sorry that was that's a terminator good. tangent I apologize we've got about 9 minutes Colin is that Ooh. enough time for you to talk about your last topic Ooh. What is your last topic uh, you want to well, talk about? Well, I, I did want to talk about the, the whole Batman-Superman versus thing. Oh, that's right. <sighs> I completely... Well, I had another topic, but I don't really care. It was E3. Nobody really cared about E3. <laughs> it kind that's of felt... true. It kind of came and went. It, really yeah, quick. it came and, like, and oh. went, and there's just nothing really exciting about no, it. No, it's like, oh, look. Okay, PlayStation 1. This is like, oh, new Batman game. Yeah. Oh, new oh, Assassin's new. Creed game. Oh, look. Oh, new Uncharted. Yeah. Oh, look, another Tomb Raider. Yeah, I was all just right. like, I'm not really excited about yeah, it. I was so like, all right. <laughs> I didn't really bother That's with sad, that. That's sad because I'm pretty sure last year's E3 or last year when we did amazing. the E3 thing, we were talking about it for hours. Those are all these games, <laughs> and it's just like, it was like this oh. year is like, it's all like, it's all sequels, pre and pre alpha. Like, yeah, it's like we're making this game. We can't really show you much. Here's the logo. But this is what we got. <laughs> here's a logo. So far, we and got some a, models. Yeah, and there's a tree. <laughs> we made a tree so far. And it, look at the tree. Look at the tree. Look, look, it's look, pre-rendered. Wait. It's blowing. It's, yeah, and it's pre-rendered. That's it's not, pre-rendered. It's, it's not in-game footage. <laughs> but it's blowing, and it looks, it looks pretty, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. So, yeah. All right, see you guys next year. <laughs> yeah, that's basic. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed. E3 E3. in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, that's basically this year's. But, yeah, like... Did we talk about the whole Batman suit? We did not. I love the new Batman suit. Yes. It reminds me so much of uh, Dark Knight Returns. Yes. It's got. That, it's definitely everyone, got that look. Everyone's like, like everyone's making fun of him. They were calling him Fat Man. I'm like, because he looks so fat in the suit. I'm like, well, read the fucking comics and you'll know why he looks like that. Like, Especially the symbol. I mean, yeah. it's kind of a well, big thing. Yeah, and somebody, well, somebody actually made the comment they didn't see, they're like, well, I can't, I don't, where's the bat symbol? Yeah. Like, where's it on his chest? I'm like, it's there. It's right in the chest. And like, I linked people thing. to a photo yeah. of Batman from the Dark Knight yeah. Returns going, this is what they're doing. I'm like, I saw it right away. I'm not a huge, like, I'm not a huge 80s Batman yeah. comic book fan. Yeah. But, like, I've read a lot of a lot of them, but I went, oh, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Great. I've they haven't done that read yet. read Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, right away, when I saw, like, Superman versus Batman, I'm thinking, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. There's going to be a big fight. Yeah. Batman's cool. gonna be strapped up to the entire city just to punch the lights out of Bat, punch the lights out of Superman. This is gonna be fucking awesome. I'm so excited for it. It looks so good. Like I love that. I love like the because like because what it was because it's Zack Snyder, right? Isn't he? Isn't he doing part? Yeah, two? Zack Snyder. Right. Yeah. Um, but like he like he teased the Batmobile mm-hmm. on Instagram or on Twitter. It was Twitter. just a little peek. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, like a you know like a better you know better view tomorrow. And then it's like freaking Batman. Yeah, or it's, it's like, Ben Affleck in here's the Batmobile. Here's Batman. Yeah. Ta-da. <laughs> and I like I looked at that <laughs> photo like, and I went, oh. oh. So the Batmobile, a I got excited because I'm like the Batmobile is is like a happy hybrid between the Tumblr mm-hmm. and the old, like the Tim Burton Batmobile. Like the Tim Burton Batmobile. I'm like, That's it looks what I more saw sporty, yeah. but it looks like it's still, even though they're saying it's it not part like of the continuity. It looks like a tank. Yeah, it looks like, okay, well, obviously the Tumblr is part of the Batman mythology. I mean, it's already in the comics and all that stuff too, or yeah. it was at some point. So they're like, okay, no, this is just the evolution. He's going, you know, he's making it still tank-like, but he's also making it a little more functional and yeah. more cool. And then, yeah, that Batsuit 
suit just looked awesome. Yeah. Even though it wasn't black and white, I'm like, I don't even care if the colors. If that's the colors of the suit, great. If it's if it's blue and I'm white, whatever, I don't care. Stuck with it. Like I love it. I'm so excited. I I you know what? Yeah. I said it before when they announced Ben Affleck as the cast. I thought great. The initial reaction, I'm like, oh, it's Ben Affleck. But then I went, no, wait, he knows how to act. Yeah. But he just most people don't got realize an, it. He got an Oscar. Yeah. For writing and directing. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he, I'm I like, think he know knows what? what he's doing. I'm like, so I didn't be fun. really, I didn't really hate on that so much. No, it's, I think it'll be interesting. The I, problem I have though is what they're actually doing with the actual movie. It seems like they're starting to put a lot of stuff. They're going it. backwards. Okay. Uh, that's what bothers me. And those, this was kind of like a little bit thing of the, like the Avengers thing. Like they started like throwing in certain characters. It's like, oh, we have this character and this character is like, aren't you guys? I feel like it's getting filled up like a little bit too much mm-hmm. with too many characters. And you're going to have too many storylines that you're going to have to work. Too many characters that you have to add depth and right. screen Because you're and introducing and keeping, them inter- keeping the yeah. audience entertained with it's, those characters. It's not really going to function as well. If you have a lot of characters, this is like okay. It was like okay, we're gonna have Wonder Woman in it. Okay, fine. All right. Um, yeah. This is not Batman versus Superman versus Wonder Woman. Yeah. This was like okay, and then I started hearing casting rumors for Aquaman. It was just like okay. Okay, why is great. he in this movie? And then Flash, I heard like he was gonna make an appearance. Well, like we know Lex Luthor's in this one. Well, Lex Luthor obviously is. Well, that to me made sense. Like, yeah. Obviously, Batman. Or Superman villain for... But, like, they're talking, like, this is not Man of Steel 2. Yeah. Man of Steel 2 is a separate film. Yeah. Like, they are not, Which, like, this uh, is... was like, also somewhat announced, like, it was like, we may just make another Superman film. Yeah. So, like, just make another Superman yeah. film. Because I feel just like... Just do that one. <laughs> Don't do, like, what you're trying to do here, because it's going to be too complicated, and it feels like they're just setting up for the Justice League, and they're, going, they're going backwards yeah. with it. DC needs to go, look, this is how Marvel did it. Yes, we. it sucks that we have to copy what Marvel's success was, but you know what? But it worked. It worked. And that's the, that's key. It's like yeah. they just need to, they they found, need to swallow their they problem. They found the Da Vinci Code of comic yes. book movies. And it's like, it just made sense. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? They just have to do it that way. Just, uh, but they're not going to, because again, it comes down to, it's the studios, it's their, it's their do, greed. It's and just it's, like, you guys, you did so well with Batman. Don't fuck this yeah. up. Like, I have hopes for this movie to be good. I yeah. really hope it's good. Like I enjoyed Man of Steel. I loved I did. Man of Steel. I was a great uh, film. Yeah. I felt like okay, if you're gonna bring Superman into a modern world, this made sense yeah. to me. Despite all the destruction and everything, I don't want to talk about yeah. that anymore. But like, it just made sense. It made sense. That's the world we're gonna we're gonna put him into. I'm yeah. okay with it. I I buy a more that that's the grounded world. sense of yeah. the Superman movie. Great. But it's like I'm so worried that they're again, it's, again, it's it's Warner Brothers in DC, and they have that bad habit of just being like, uh, oh, it's not enough. We need more people. Like, hey, look, he's in this movie too. And it, yeah, the whole, no. I, you know, if if it comes no. down to being like in Spider-Man, where like Wonder Woman's there for like five minutes, yeah, like or you know what, if you want it to be that the end of this movie, like builds up the Justice League, and it's like 
the Justice League actually happens in the end of this movie. Yeah. Like, it, like, like last five minutes, yeah. and it's these people. He's like, you know, it's like Superman and Bruce being like, I called a couple of people. You know, I found these guys yeah. in the dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> They're not doing anything. They haven't done anything for like 40 years, but yeah. here they are. Yeah, this guy talks to fish. Yeah. <laughs> We can use them, right? What if we? What if we have like talks to fish? Isn't that great? Yeah, the great power. Also, I found these twins. Yeah, they're not doing anything. There's some weird sexual innuendos with these two. I don't know. Hey, fish guy! I got them. Hey, fish guy! We got a monkey. What am I saying? (laughs) Ah! ah, I made gills. It's. Oh, he doesn't like that. Like. (laughs) Okay, well, that's what I want to be the ending of the movie. No, like, like even if it's like that, or it's like. Like we yeah. need some help, and it's like it's obviously this is Wonder Woman, yeah. this is Aquaman coming out of the water. Like if it's that, yeah, okay, fine. But I don't want it to be like the first. I don't want it to be Spider Man three, where the first half hour is here's this character. Oh, here's Venom, or you know, here's introducing the alien symbiote. Oh, here's Sandman. Oh, this is what's going on with Harry. Like I don't want it to be like <laughs> this popping. <laughs> I'm yeah. Peter Parker. I'm hates me. Your Peter Parker. <laughs> Like your young, your Peter Parker is a young George Lucas. <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> I'm gonna go go make movies. I wanna go get a cheeseburger. I wanna go get a cheeseburger. Make movies. It'll make me happy. Maybe make some flannel. I like Jaja Binks. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sad the world needs I'm to be so sad, sad too. Uh, I'm gonna make. Uh, <laughs> he's just like he just zones uh, out. <laughs> I'm gonna make it so Mary Jane regret leaving me because I'm gonna make Star Wars movies. <laughs> it's also kind of Bill Cosby. I just realized. Oh, I'm gonna go and do that. I'm dude. gonna go make the movies. I gotta understand the I'm gonna. Go make some movies. You gotta better. You better listen to me. I'm gonna make a character that looks like Jello Bob. Everybody loves the Jello Bob. I like a Jello Bob. See, I went down to Wurtzers. <laughs> I told him to give me my money back <laughs> because I wanted to be a superhero, but they can't really do that because you know I got the drumsticks. They got the blue tits on them. And the, just look up Bill Cosby meets Sonny Stitt. Just look it up on YouTube. It's hilarious. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it is hilarious. It's like it's the younger part of his career. It's the greatest skit ever. <laughs> just Rick Motus. Just, just look it up. Young Bill Cosby. It, is young Bill Cosby. Gr- I love the old. I love young Bill great. Cosby. Yeah. <sighs> well, Colin, we have been talking for two hours. Yes. That's amazing. Let's wrap it up here. We should probably stop. And then we'll, 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 as we said in the last episode, we need to do this more often. <laughs> we probably should do this more often. We'll have to, we'll have to gather again. This is nice that we, we, God, we covered four months, almost four months. Almost worth four of months. Stuff. Yeah. And we, we, I mean, we yeah. spent a lot of time on Marvel. Yeah. Like, but we, uh, we, uh, uh, we'll get we'll get we'll we'll go back and we'll maybe we can touch on some more stuff later on. Absolutely, but yeah, 
I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, there's a lot of really cool stuff happening. There's a lot of cool stuff happening. A lot of it's rumors right now. Yeah. But, um, like that's the thing with stuff the Star is Wars. slowly bubbling under the surface and I'm getting really excited, I'm especially happy. this summer. A lot of good movies are coming out this last half of this summer, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, we're, ha- we're going to have to do an episode. If we don't do another one before, we'll have to do one after we see Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, Sin City. Oh, Sin City is coming. Uh, That's right, the new Sin, Sin City. City comes out. Oh, fantastic. that looks amazing. Oh, we didn't even talk about the poster. Uh, we will talk, we'll say we'll that. We'll talk about that later. We're going to talk about that because I can get onto a whole friggin' tangent about crap <laughs> like that. And I so we won't it. do it. We won't do yeah. it now. We'll do it right. later. Right, right. But, so, uh, well, that was fun, Colin. That was great. Two hours. Of, that was a great episode. Of, of, you know, the Wild Wild West being WWW <laughs> after all. Where Will Smith wins. Will Smith wins. But that's not WWW. No, that's ah. W. That's W. Will Wheaton wins. Will Wheaton wins. That would make a there lot of sense. There we go. Yes. We should tweet that to Will Wheaton. Yes. Will Wheaton, does WWW mean Will Wheaton wins? Yes. <laughs> that would get favorited. I'll tweet that one. I'll tweet that one. Okay. I'll tweet He's that just one. mad because Colin Hanks like, tweeted to me. Yeah, she gets a lot of celebrities. I want celebrities. I don't get a lot. I got a property brother, BJ Novak, and Colin Hanks. I got Kevin Smith like four times. I got Matt uh. once. I got Matt Gorley like four times. And then I got Edgar Wright. I don't you get You did get Edgar tweets. Wright. Yeah, Colin doesn't have the tweets. <laughs> you don't have the tweets? I don't have the tweets. We should really set you should, up on the tweets. I probably should. Well, uh, for those of you who want to follow me on the tweeters... You can, I'm Random Bell. And then the people who want to follow Colin, we will insert name here later. Yes. <laughs> so go with all the, I should so actually, maybe later. Should maybe try to find that, see if that I actually is available. Insert name here. Insert name here. Uh, it's, it's probably taken. probably taken. Yeah, it's sad. Some idiot's probably sitting on it. Who ha- Who doesn't Who only Who has, doesn't like, even have a Twitter yeah. account. It's just set up in this blank oh, right now. Oh, God. I'll look. We'll look. All right. We'll figure it out. Well, from here on out, that's all I have to it's say. It's all downhill from here <gasps> well yeah yes. I mean every time we do these we slowly get them further and further apart from yeah. the last one so it kind of we're, is we're, we're getting up to like Phoebe like, we like, are this is episode 23 we've been doing this podcast for like, for like two, two and a years. half years yeah. <laughs> Not We're right. not even averaging no. one a month no. at this point anymore. Like we used to, we used to, we did like two a month there. We yeah. were doing them like every other week. It was awesome. So, but it's that's not happening. Well, we'll figure it out. We'll I'm, figure I'm, it out. I'm, I'm, I would rather us do it like this, where it's every couple months, and we have like a solid two hours. Yeah. Where we have to go. We have to stop talking because we're running out of things to say. Yeah. Because I'd be so worried about that. That happened on one of the episodes. Yeah. I'm not. I don't like it when there's like nothing to talk about. <laughs> uh, Fifty minutes. <sighs> well, that's good well, enough, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. So, well. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, Jeff. Bye, Colin. Yay. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. For more information, you can check out the other podcast on the Ghost Stand Network via Top Shelf. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. Oh, I just shouted that into the microphone. That's okay. Hello, Internet Dwellers. This is Jeff Bell, president of the Ghost Hat Network, here at the end of this episode to give a quick plug about some of our other exciting shows. But wait a minute, Jeff. You have other shows? Why, yes, random listener, we do. If you head over to ghosthat.net, you can find a heap of shows we produce on a semi-regular basis. Like 
Super Happy Fun Time, the podcast where Colin Kirchner and myself sit one-on-one and talk movies, TV, video games, and other big things we care about. The Midnight Sleuth, a comedy detective mystery show in the style of old-time radio that follows the adventures of Midnight Sleuth and his partner, Linda Talbot, as they solve crimes, stop the bad guys, and poke fun at the source material. Famous Person Story Time, a podcast where celebrities retell their favorite nursery rhymes or fairy tales as best as they can remember it, even if that memory is completely wrong. So if you're in need of some new shows to listen to on your commute, while working out, or simply relaxing at home, be sure to head over to ghosthat.net now and subscribe to our shows. For more information about this and other projects, visit our official website at www.ghosthat.net or like us on Facebook at facebook.com ghosthat. Thank you.